Alpha, you know what I need. Teenagers with attitude. That's correct, Alpha. Teenagers with Welcome to Teenagers with Attitude, the show where a bunch of grown adults sit around and talk about teenagers in tightly colored clothing, fighting monsters, and also Vor Guy Fieri is here, and he's gonna get. I so hate I've this got a, I've got a question. Do we <laughs> yeah. know that there's any real difference between Gore, Vor Guy Fieri and just Guy Fieri? Like maybe Guy Fieri is like super into Vor. I feel like Guy Fieri's been on TV enough and in enough cooking shows that if he had a predilection towards eating people or being eaten, it would have come out like at some point. I hey, feel like you don't know really... that. Maybe maybe Guy Fieri is super on top of his shit and does not like right. let that cross into his you, you public think he, life. He, he'd let his career be jeopardized by letting us live that. You know, this this dish looks almost as good as people. <laughs> I mean, bad, uh, I think. Yeah, <laughs> because Lexi, because if there's anybody I look at and go, man, that person just has their shit together. It's oh yeah, definitely Guy Fieri. <laughs> yeah, like what, why why wouldn't he like? That dude's super successful. I mean, I guess he does spend a lot of time on his hair. Anyway. See, I'm the odd man out and thought it was Vor Terry Bogard, but. Well, yes. A little bit of that, too. A little bit, for sure. Uh, so, I'm Zach, and joining me this week, we've got Lexi. Hi. Uh, t- please write in and tell us what uh, fe- fetishes you think all of the famous like TV food people have. <laughs> Uh, hmm. I'm, see, now I'm going to be thinking about... Well, okay, so Emerald is a sadist, definitely. Not sa- Well, or, or a masochist, I don't know. Is it masochism if you make your own food too hot so that it hurts you, or is that sadism? Or is it both? Can, I mean, can you... I, I, I mean, maybe it's... Can you be, like, a, a self-masochist? I don't know. We're, we'll have to ask uh, some people. We'll have, to, we'll have to call up <laughs> some experts. It's- um, we've got. If you're an uh, expert, in yeah. yeah. Honestly, if you're an expert in sadomasochism, write in and tell us how it works. I mean, yeah. So we've got Simon. Hey, <laughs> I lost everything I had to say because <laughs> <Okay>. of this <laughs> discussion. <laughs> I think my favorite thing to do when introducing people is just to let them say something and then not move to the next person. <laughs> right. That might be my favorite way. Uh, spotlights on you. Do a thing. Be funny now. <laughs> yeah, be funny. Go. 
and we've got our buddy Greg. Hey, everybody. So, waka waka. Uh, Greg, Greg's a guest. I'm not going to do that to him. So, uh, <laughs> this week, um, we are going to be talking about a one-shot episode, which it's been a while. Well, we had Follow That Cab, but that was like yeah. kind of in between and felt like kind of transitional also. So At this point, this show is mostly like mini anthologies. Yeah, right. well, but before this, before excluding Follow That Cab, which again sort of is like part of the transition stuff also, um, the last like one shot was the pow- the uh, the Christmas episode. Like before, right. it's it's been three ep- three episodes, different shade of pink. Follow that cab. Three episodes, changing of the Zords, and then two episodes, uh, Ranger catastrophe. Like basically, since Cat was introduced, it's been all plot, mm-hmm. uh, and this is not plot at all. Nope. <laughs> so it's almost um, the antithesis of plot. Which is to yeah. say food humor. <laughs> yeah, I guess. It's food jokes. Yeah, and food, also food jokes, the complete inverse of plot. I mean, yeah, we'll talk right. about. I we'll think this was just Saban saying, where can I get some more money right now? Yeah, well, here's the thing. We'll talk about this a l- more, but this is the first time I've felt bad for Jason David Frank right. while watching them do stuff. God. And this is a show How where they... How takes of this episode exist? I know, <laughs> it's so upsetting thinking about it, but we'll, we'll get there. So, um... Yeah, that's the new jingle. I, I'm changing it. Suck it. Uh, <laughs> this week, it's not a big one, but it is, is kind of... Yeah, that's... Here, that's the new jingle. Suck it, part of the jingle. <laughs> yeah, that's the new jingle. Suck it, yeah. It's going to have like a, ra- a hip rap beat to it. Uh-huh, yeah, totally. Um, no, I think what we heard is what it is. Like that's, uh-huh. There's no post-pro on that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what you hear is what you get. So, th- the only really... Uh, like news thing that has happened in the last week um, after the very big one that we talked about last week of uh, Power Rangers getting bought lock, stock and barrel by um, Hasbro, uh, which, oh, by the way, Greg, thank you for putting together that little um, news thing. That was nice of you. Um, So other than that, (laughs) following that up with a 25th anniversary limited steelbook edition of the first three seasons. Woo. So look, the steelbooks look nice. So here's, so, okay. I'm going to explain what this is. I'm going to show, I'm about to link you guys a picture. um, And then I'm going to say a thing about it at the end. So basically they're putting out a steelbook, um, uh, edition of the first three seasons. If you don't know what steelbooks are, um, if you've ever bought like a special edition of a video game or something where the case was made of metal, like those are just called steelbooks. Right, so it so is, steel is a is a is a metal which is a very very it's, hard yeah, it's material. It's a compound I, metal made of iron and I forgot listen, what else. And, and, a, and a book <laughs> is uh, an object with pages that tells you things, which doesn't actually apply to the term steelbook, which is kind of weird. Because it's neither of those things. It's actually made out of aluminum, and it holds discs. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> learning listen, so much right now. I get that it is sort of self-explanatory, but it, no, is also, really. it is also like what the actual name for these things in the, like, you know, DVD indus- and video game industry. I don't know why. But the point is... They are re-releasing essentially what already existed, which is um, 
the first a DVD set of the first three seasons plus Mighty Morphin Alien Rangers. Is it Blu-ray? Sorry. No, no, it's on no? DVDs. Oh, uh, it is in these very nice looking steel books, and then in the, all all four of the steel books go in this like nice looking case. It comes with a lithograph, which I was trying to figure out the, what the difference between a lithograph and a poster is. I can't tell you. I'm sorry. I don't know. I can't figure it out. But I only see the term lithograph when it's talking about collectibles. Right. So well, Zach, I looked it up. It took me two seconds, and the the definition of lithograph is a lithographic print. Well, great. That's See, super I mean, problem solved. It, it means a stone picture if you t- take the roots apart. So I guess it's that. It's like I don't know. It's made of stone, so, but it's not. It's like it's, a steel book. It's not made well, of steel. So it's a, it's a it's a specific type of um image creation process. Um, it can be done on stone. It can also be do- done on print. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's just a matter of specific chemical processes that are used to create the image. Okay, so maybe it's it's so it is not just like laser printed. Obviously, right. it's some other kind of production. It's a nicer print, I guess. So it's not that there's a necessarily a difference between a lithograph and a print. It's just a specific kind of print. Okay, okay. well there you go. Comes with that, um, and then it comes with a, a, a bonus disc, which I was like, neat. I, I'm, you know, um, there's a. a, a there's an article up on Shout Factory that explains what's going to go into it. An article. I guess it's like a press release um, since they're making it. Yeah, it is still Shout Factory. Uh, and it's like bonus discs um, with uh, lots of features like Morphin Time, a look back at Mighty Morphin Power Rangers with interviews featuring members of the cast and creative team. Lord Zed's Monster Heads, Alpha's Magical Christmas, The Good, The Bad, and The Stupid, The Fans Power Up, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers fans remember the series. Okay, hang on. The Good, The Bad, and The Stupid? Yeah, it's like a um, uh, a, a little featurette about Balkan Skull. Okay, because I was going to say, if we're going to break down characters of the show into good, bad, and stupid, like there's going to be nothing left for the bad category. <laughs> there is a Mighty Morphin Fan Club video, a White Ranger Kata MMPR Karate Club video. Oh, and God, the, they're still coming out with that thing. Well, hold on. And the Power Rangers Live The World Tour. Now, I pulled out my uh, old DVD set for the Power Rangers 20th anniversary, and I looked at the bonus disc, and it's just that. Like, that, <laughs> it is the exact wow. same things. I wasn't sure. I wanted to double check before I said that. So they have added so is- nothing. This is literally just a repackage of already existing discs. Well, hold on. So, so almost. The okay. one thing that's new is that it contains, for the first time ever, and the only way you can get this as, as part of this, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers the Movie Blu-ray edition. <laughs> Because you know, if there's anything that deserves a Blu-ray treatment, yes. oh, yeah. oh yeah, no, I bet you imagine pops. Imagine in the HD. bad CG avenues, but like sharp in full 1080p. Now yes. you can get that. So that is the one new thing. It, it includes the featurette and theatrical trailer that came on the original DVD. It does have one new featurette, which is a look back at the movie with cast and crew, including brand new interviews. With director Brian Spicer, Johnny Young Bosch, and Paul Freeman, aka Ivan Ooze, I I, I will admit I kind of want to see the Ivan Ooze interview because I, I I am gonna guess it's it's him going I did what. 
<laughs> I was in fucking Indiana Jones. Like, <laughs> he, he thought he was going to talk about Indiana Jones and someone said Power Rangers. He was like, oh, shit. Um, He's like, damn it, you got me again. Speaking of Johnny Young Bosch, um, I recently saw him speaking in a thing because um, he's in uh, Digimon Adventure Try. Like, he's voicing TK in that. Okay, cool. Yeah, so they, after after episode five, which was just in theaters this week, uh, he had a little thing where he was talking about talking about the the character he plays and shit. It was kind of weird because he doesn't really look much like he looks on Power Rangers anymore. Well, no, it's been well, twenty years well, also. Well, that was twenty five years right, ago. Right? Yeah, it's so. almost like he has aged considerably. <laughs> like he looks good. Don't get me wrong. It's just I didn't realize yeah. how much of a kid he still was in Power Rangers until I saw him yeah. there and was like, oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, for sure. I, I get you. So, like, I'm not, like, knocking this or anything. Th- that's cool. That that's, that's a new thing, and that's neat. What I will say is, this is $160. Come on. Ooh. And the the one that I have is still available on Amazon and it's 50 bucks. So like yeah. I don't know I about mean, that. So we're buying a Blu-ray for $110. Fuck. It's 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 just because they they treat this as a fully new product and they just like do a count like okay, you're so you're getting that many discs and each is worth about that much and that's how they calculate the price. And I get that they weren't gonna like do a whole remaster of the series and put the whole thing out on Blu-ray or anything. They were just gonna reprint the the discs. But come on, this is this is not worth 160 bucks. I disagree. To be fair, this is almost an exact duplicate of what Hasbro has done with Transformers. Well, sure, I am yeah. Not surprised. But but so here's the other thing about this, and I want to um. For some reason, I don't understand what's happening on my browser here, but the, this this URL says Netflix.com, and I'm on Shout Factory's website, so something's wrong with my browser. Uh, I would link it to you otherwise. But the other thing I want to mention is this is available for pre-order. It's not out yet. Um, it will come out August 7th. On Shout Factory's website, it says it is available, and it says, like, list price... One hundred ninety nine dot uh, uh, U.S. dollars and ninety nine cents, and then it's crossed out, and it says one hundred fifty nine dollars and ninety nine cents. Hmm. You can't discount a thing that a you make and b is right. not out yet. That's just how much it is. No, like, you, I mean, you you totally can't. can. That's like um, that's like what people like stores do, especially on like Black Friday. But anytime they have a big right. store sale event, like they go around and they mark up the original price of stuff ahead of right. time. Yeah. So they can discount it to its actual normal price, and people think they're getting a deal. But but they but it's not been another price ever, right? That's but how- it doesn't. But Zach, it doesn't matter. People <laughs> yeah. see that they're getting it for less than they could have charged, and think. Right. Yeah. Well, then why not write a thousand dollars? Because that, that point, is because like- that's so absurd that people aren't going to believe. Like it's it's transparent at that point. Okay. There's a fine okay, line you have to walk when psychologically manipulating people. Okay, sure. Fair enough. 
So anyway, go get your 20 disc exclusive steelbook edition. I mean, Don't. if you want like, this because it looks cool not. and you just want it, do it. Like that's you fine. Just do what we do and watch the whole thing on Netflix. For well, I was going to say, just yeah. be aware that there is another option if you want these things. I guess. Yeah. Um, now that said, uh, I'm. I mean, I have not touched my DVD set since like the third episode or something. And I'm probably about to go buy um, Turbo Through in Space because I want it. So I can't be the person like, like, don't listen to me, essentially. I'm Um, I'm going to be the person that says, do not be like Zach does. And Zach also don't be like Zach does. (laughs) Yeah, it's terrible that I spent this money on these DVDs. I should have spent it on toys instead. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You can't stream toys on Netflix. I mean, can I can look at you? pictures of them, though, on the internet. I mean, we've been doing that for, like, a hundred-something episodes now. Yeah, but you can't pose them and, like, pretend pretend to have them fight your gunpla and, like... <laughs> that's true. I can't do that. You're, you're right about that. That's fair. So, anyway, that's that. Uh, let's move on to the episode. This is season we three. Have to? Ep- I mean, no, we could just stop recording, but that... I think people would be... Weirdly, we have people who listen who would be disappointed. I know that's crazy, but, like... I, I mean, we can talk about something else. No, I like, can't. Like, I'm, I'm pretty I mean, far into a, into a pretty good run of Binding of Isaac. We can talk about that. I don't like Binding of Isaac. So we'd be talking about other things. I feel like the team meet stuff, like, their aesthetic really hasn't aged oh, very well. No, well, no I don't right. see here's the thing. I don't think it was ever good to begin with. Like it was very off-putting when Binding of Isaac first came out in like 2011 or whatever. Yeah, but, but like team like okay, so fucking Super Meat Boy, the bad guy is a fetus in a robot suit. I thought that was hilarious when it came out. Now oh, it's see, really creepy. I like, was not a fan of it even then, but like, yeah. I think their games play fucking phenomenally, so it's kind of... Right. Uh, okay, I'm just gonna kind of tune out the entire visual aesthetic here. I'm just trying to hold back my laughter. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, Lexi just totally bugs Buddy Zach. <laughs> I'm so mad at you. Okay, we're talking about the episode. This is season three, episode 26. Rita's PETA. It's a bad name for an episode. God, yeah, it is. It's I, it's the correct name for this episode. I mean, th- just because it's correct doesn't mean it's right. No, no, no. I, I mean, it's, an, it's the appropriately bad name for this bad oh. episode. Yeah, sure. that's fair. Like this episode I, deserves this horrible name. It's just like I don't. Okay, Zed makes makes this into a euphemism later as part of a joke. Not that we wouldn't have filled that in ourselves because uh-huh. we have problems. It's but really like, hard not to, to be yeah. honest. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but then they go there, and this is for children. So, Wait, I don't, uh-huh. I don't get it. Well, euphemism, like what? It's just a, just Reed's, a really bad Reed's, rhyme. Reed's Peter, if you wanted, if you wanted to, Lexi, it could be a euphemism for her private parts. It could be. Uh-huh. What kind of be. private parts does she have that would resemble a pita? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know she's a space witch. There could be fucking anything down there, but like, <laughs> I can't picture it. Listen, this, huh. 
I mean, let's let's just move on. No, I want somebody to explain right now how PETA okay. makes any fucking sense as a euphemism here. PETA's kind of open, you know. You you put things in them <laughs> yeah. from a certain angle. Do you do you get it? <laughs> no, wait. I want Simon to keep going. Yeah, uh, no, <laughs> don't let him go, Lexi. Yeah, like, no. Make okay, hold twist. on, hold on. Like PETA's have like this flap and like right. I don't like if you cut one in half, there's an opening in it for you to put stuff in there, right? <laughs> yes, this is accurate. That that opening made you you can, you can put some stuff in it. May this suggest is, a certain shape. This that is would the worst thing we've ever done on this show. <laughs> I hate it. Just, talk, just think, Simon. To pull my way around saying those words is really hard. <laughs> You, you have to practice this eventually, Simon. You're going to have to have this conversation later on. I'm not going to use a PETA as an example, I promise you. <laughs> hey, I you bet do... you there's a reason for that, because it doesn't Wait. make any fucking sense. Wait, so, yes, please, when you when you tell your son the birds and the beads, don't just load up this episode of the Power Rangers. <laughs> Here you go. Everything you need to know is right there. Yeah. There okay, will be no so... questions afterwards. <laughs> So, okay. He'll just get up, walk away. Yeah, he'll just be like, well, my dad's an idiot. I guess I'll just go on. Um, oh, he'll be right. So, <laughs> so we open. We open Wait, with. Is, is it a new opening for this show now that Cat yes. is on the team? Yeah. yeah. yeah it, so, it, is, it is a cat celebration. Yeah, right. it's it's interesting because like it 40% is. 40% of this, this intro is cat. Right. Yeah, and and also it is, you okay? So you know how we complained uh, and have complained recently that they haven't been doing like previously on or 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 maybe they did, but like within the body of the episode, they don't go like, "Hey, remember how blank is uh, you know attacking the commands?" Like they haven't been right. giving us anything. What they did is they put like, they I mean, it's the whole cat plot in the first twenty four seconds of the opening of the show. Yeah, they, they recat it. Yeah. Yeah. Um so so like through the the um the, the stuff that plays with the theme, they show Kimberly giving Cat the coin and then Cat morphing. So it's like, like okay, it, kids, she's the Pink Ranger now. Woo! Right, okay, you don't even go. need to have watched it. It's kind of yeah. I actually think it's kind of clever. That's this, that's neat. Is this the first time somebody's left the show and still been in part of the intro? Uh I mean other than the fact that uh, the original three that left um, were gone forever, and yeah. like, and they right, were still right, but using they had, them. Quote unquote, officially, quote unquote, right? Left. No, once they, they were, were those, gone, those, their footage was still being used in the episodes at that point. Yeah, w- yeah, once they were gone, no, I think they were gone. I think you're right. So, um, so yeah, cats, uh, cats here, and that's that's basically the focus of the intro, and yep. then we open. With Tommy doing karate at the Jim and Juice Bar, it's been a yeah. fucking while. We, we like, talked, we talked a one. Yeah, we talked a bit about this before we started recording. But this is a very yeah. season one episode in a lot of ways from yeah, the yeah. jump, apparently. Yeah, yeah. Um, from the kick, from the jump kick, you might say. Not yeah. the yeah. only yes. season one set that we actually see in this episode either. That's true. That is true. Yes. So we've got uh, Tommy teaching a student. Does he get a name? I can't remember. I. I think they do give him one, but I, I yeah, don't I'm know. almost positive he does, but I do not remember it. Danny. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest, Danny. I wasn't Thank you. paying Danny. super close That's attention. Safe. So uh, he is 
teaching this kid some some uh, some karate. Um, it's a one-on-one lesson. Yep. Uh, and he he essentially is like, okay, so you know we're running through these katas. Man, like blah, I want to see Tommy give the same lesson, but to an entire class, mm-hmm. like just him versus like twenty kids at once. <laughs> That uh, that'd be pretty good. I watched. I started watching that new Karate Kid thing, where the bad guy from the original movie is essentially the protagonist. It's pretty good. It also features him beating up a lot of children. Oh no! And like, it is knowing. Like, it's not like it doesn't understand what it's doing, but it is very. It's like, yeah. I mean, yeah. You can beat up a lot of kids. (laughs) <laughs> no karate, that's for sure. Okay, okay, we need to clarify. He's saying it, it, you are capable of doing so, not giving anyone permission to do this. Yeah, I, I wasn't yeah. endorsing yeah. that, to be clear. So then we cut over to um, Ka- uh, Aisha and uh, Rocky. And Rocky Aisha is like, established that Rock- Danny is Tommy's student, and that's it. Well, Rocky's kind of watching him with his hand on his chin, like, wait a minute, that kid's wearing red. <laughs> My color's red. Wait, that's not me. I'm not doing karate right now. Am I being replaced? <laughs> no, Did he no, still I like Simon's more. I like Simon's way more. I like that he has like a weird dissociation where he thinks that's him because Danny is wearing red clothes. Yeah. I like that more. Um, you better so, not have stole my dog, Buster. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, at this point, uh, Ernie comes over and is is like, "Hey, you guys have been uh, working out for a long time." Uh, Ernie Tommy- is, is getting impatient that they've been there this whole time and haven't ordered food, so it comes in comes in and tries to upsell them a little bit. He does, yeah, yeah he bit. does that. He does that thing where if you're sitting at a table too long at a restaurant, the waiter starts coming by and saying, "So, is there anything else I can get you?" Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys uh, waiting for some more people, or are you ready to order? Uh, so, Ernie. Um, Ask them if, or well, actually, I guess Tommy says, no, I'm hungry. Um, yep. And he asks for a veggie pita and a fruit smoothie. Right. And, and so we talked about how this, we mentioned briefly that we feel like this is a very season one episode. Uh-huh. It, there's a lot of things I hit, like, we've been doing this show for a long time. And it's crazy how long it's been since the show really really hard hit on a moral lesson. Oh, yeah. Uh, this like, one I feel is like it's been a long all, all time. Yeah. yeah. And, like, I mean, there were tons of season one episode episodes where the whole thing is recycle or, you know, like, right. uh, uh, be good about, you know, other people's cultures or, or whatever. But, um, and, and they weren't ever very good at it. We've talked about that extensively. But uh-huh. it's been a while, and this whole episode is like, eat good, eat good. To the yep. point of, like, it does and a lot of... hygiene. Yes. Yeah, but, weirdly. That... Yeah. <laughs> we'll okay, get there. But, yeah, but the other thing is, like, it does a lot of fat shaming. Yeah, it does. Mm. I mean, because... Okay, so Ernie asks them if they want anything. Tommy says, all right, I'll have a veggie pita and a fruit smoothie. Then he says, oh, yeah, I'll have a double cheeseburger, fries, and a shake. And Tommy just immediately, like, shames him into, like, Well, so he doesn't pita. say, like, you fat sack of shit. But he's like, like y- you, you, you know, you know, Danny, uh, what goes in your body makes a big difference in how you feel. And, like, physically now, and mentally. And, yeah. To be fair, Go- Tommy is his physical education teacher. 
who sure like that's an actual important lesson of hey if you're gonna be doing a lot of physically strenuous stuff you should be careful about your diet because like a milkshake is a terrible thing to have before or immediately after doing a lot of physical activity so there's definitely that i would there's a couple ways to think of it The, the first thing is um yeah Okay, if you're going to continue this workout after you eat, you don't do that. You'll it will be very bad for you. Like you won't yep. you won't have a good time. The second thing though, to me, like Tommy is like just so preachy about it. He he doesn't go like, "Hey man, that's that's a little much. Like we're going to fight here." He's like, "You know, every what you put in your body affects how you feel." And he gives him like those big like father figure like mentor eyes like, "Don't do this shit." And then he immediately just folds and goes, "Ah, oh, yeah, I guess I'm going to eat your healthy stuff instead." And it's it's the, the way the scene is played kind of feels like Danny's like, "Oh man, I wanted a cheeseburger." And now Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, then so good. I'm going to ask, was Tommy a vegan before vegans were cool? <laughs> okay, hold Maybe. on, hold on, hold on. I need to circle back to something you just said. <laughs> well, okay, okay. I'm, I'm just meaning before, okay, I poor choice of wording, before vegan was a popular choice amongst a, a, a chunk of people. Yeah, the, I, I see what you, before, I, I, I get what you mean, yeah. Um. So, the what I was going to say is just like, the uh, okay don't tell kids eat like eat whatever you want you know that's fine it's important for you to eat well that i'm not denying that but also if a kid who just like did an hour fucking karate session wants a fucking cheeseburger like let him have yeah. one like, yeah right it's, it's, it's just like and i don't think there's an implication that they're going to continue like their training after this like you know after after the game or whatever you take the team out for ice cream or something like he probably just wants to treat himself now and he doesn't get that because like the sensei is right there and judging right. him with his big white eyes and so, yeah know. it's okay to eat garbage sometimes especially if you actually maintain an active lifestyle right. but like yeah Tommy is and also like you said it's just the tone with which Tommy delivers it which is also probably just because Jason David Frank yeah just his whole thing yeah so at this point the like youth pastor look has like seeped into his very being and it's the only way he can interact with people so now what's funny about the conversation we just had is that we cut up to the moon and this (laughs) is Rita calls him out for exactly that so this is my favorite motivation that the (laughs) villains have ever had which is what a what a preachy asshole! Like basically, yes. like it's literally like, what a prick. Let's fucking like ruin him. Yeah, yep. like like I'm gonna um, Eric, if you are editing, which I don't know who's gonna be editing this one yet, please put this part in because uh, if Eric is not editing, Zach, please put this in. Ah! Oh. That's in zero thinks he's so hot. Well, yeah. I've had just about enough of that, Mr. Perfect, yeah. and his preachy huh. platitudes. Yeah. Agreed. I'd love to knock that ponytail power punk off his pedestal. Yeah. Rita is like mad that he. She's like he thinks he's so hot, and I'm like, wait, what? Hold on a second. Wait, 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 wait. You're mad that you think he thinks he's sexy? <laughs> like, no, I, I don't think she means that definition of hot. More like I'm hot yeah. stuff. I'm a. I'm... Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> although, although, what if she is 
projecting. Yeah, what if, yeah, Rita's having some, like, weird feelings because she watches, she fucking stares at Tommy every day through a telescope. Uh (laughs) He's so sculpted and muscular, and he watches what he eats and... Yeah, this is the yeah. classic playground crush, like pushing the boy over and then like shrinking a monster down to go into his go into his body and force him to nonstop eat. I mean, she she chose him to be a ranger in the first place. Yeah, yeah. So so here's the other thing I I want to point out about this. So she's so she's mad. She's like he's fucking preachy platitudes. Like I'm so tired of this bullshit, and it's it's good. I really like it. I also think it's great that. Recently, they've let Rita do more of the planning again. Uh-huh. Like, it, I felt like for when when she first came back, Zed still had a lot of the like initiative. Yeah, and no, now he's it, given it feels up now. it feels a little more spread out. Yeah, well, also there's that our our little headcanon that Zed's just he, done. He's absolutely yeah. in full backseat planner mode now. Yeah, it's just like yeah. oh, I guess yeah, do that. Why'd you have to go and do that? That was a stupid plan. I mean, it's that's not really our headcanon. That's true. That is more text. That that's that's fair. Um, so Zed is like, yeah, whatever your plan is, you know, let's kick him off his pedestal. And um, Fenster comes in, um, and the okay. So she's like, "Where's the monster?" And he says, "I'm finishing it up." And then there is a there's a shot where oh, that's what that's right. She yells at him, she yells at Fenster, and then Goldar says, that's what I always liked about Rita, she's a people person, which I think is pretty good. <laughs> Wait, but Goldar doesn't like anything about Rita. No, I know, I that's a little ironic out of ca- there. Yeah, I think he's being shitty, but yes. But also, I just like this shot of, like, Rita in the foreground and the rest of the chuckleheads in the background, yep. basically. Yep. Are, um, are we going to mention the, the phrasing that she uses here? Yeah, she says, she says, you know, Tommy, you're right. What you put in your body is important. And you're about to get some of the special pita from Rita. And I'm just like, okay, sure. See, it Got rhymes it. is the thing. I mean, yeah. My wife, my it wife just, to be my wife, my also. wife just screamed dude from the other room, right? <laughs> so, she... Now she's seen that is the nastiest thing I've ever heard, etc. <laughs> okay, so apparently somebody is able to associate. Yeah, so she's right. So it's not just me. Thank so you. So she's now laughing hysterically off mic, which is good. Now, I um, so that's less off mic than you might think, Zach. Okay, good. Yeah, I'm glad it picked up a little bit. Okay, so uh, at this point, we cut down to uh, Angel Grove. And I like this scene. It's Adam and Billy kind of talking to Kat about, like, yeah. hey, you know, we How hope are you that adjusting? you're... adjusting? Like, yeah. This is your one-week review. Like, is there anything you feel like we could be doing better to, like, <laughs> welcome you into the team and everything? Billy really undersells it with, um, I hope all these recent changes in your life haven't been too much for you. You know, the <laughs> whole getting hypnotized into being evil and occasionally turning into a cat. And then unhypnotizing, and then immediately getting given, uh, like, superpowers, you know, all that stuff. Oh, and, and you know, having a having a witch's voice in your head sometimes. Uh-huh. Right. And she's like, I, I, yeah, I'm just worried, like, I'm scared the communicator will freak me out. And I'm like, okay, that's a weirdly specific well, fear. No, no, no. Right. So, no, what she says is she's still nervous about the communicators going off, as in, 
I'm new to this job oh, and being okay, called fair. in is something yeah. I'm still not entirely comfortable with. Like, okay, I, I see. That that makes more sense. Got like, it. It's like when you start on call at a job and it's like, oh, the first week you've got that phone, every single time you're worried about every time it calls, the call comes in, it's like, oh, crap, what am I going to do? Yeah. So at this point, um, then she said, okay, so she's also like, yeah, I'm doing okay. Thank you. Um, and then she says, uh, I've got to go home. Now, two things. One, where the fuck does Cat live? Like, well, Taisha, presumably, but... Right, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, that was established, you know, ages ago. She lives with Aisha. No, no, it wasn't. Don't <laughs> yeah, do this to me. Because Cat has always been here. Her parents no. are in France, so she's staying with Aisha's family. No, 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 no. She, no, Kimberly went... I'm sorry, <laughs> who? Kimberly went overseas... I don't Who know are you talking about? Who's Kimberly? I hate this bit. <laughs> Kat was kidnapped from Australia. Right. By Rita. Right. And then she was unhypnotized by the Rangers. Okay, now here's the thing. You keep saying she was kidnapped from Australia. That has never once been established in the show, and they kind of- Yes, implied- it has. Yes, it has. Yes, it has. They said she was going to win- she was going to go to the pan whatever games for Australia. Yeah, like, and then she fucked that. up her dive, and that <laughs> didn't pan out. She so came... you think she moved to America before she got kidnapped? Yes. Okay, all right. They That's... specifically show when Rita like hypnotizes her and stuff, and it's very clearly in Angel Grove. Okay, that's fair. That's also that... that. That's a good point. All right, fair enough. Okay, so Also, so I think my... she does mention that you know she's new- when she's talking to that boy who is a Tenga. Sure, yes. Okay, fair right, enough. She's on some fucking foreign exchange program or something. Like, Okay, 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 okay. Fine, fine, fine. So, uh, the second thing I want to point out is, oh my god, high-waisted acid, acid watch jeans. It's so well, bad. They're very, very high-waisted. <laughs> yeah. um, so she, she is basically away. wearing a, um, like a belly shirt, but you can't see any of her belly because her jeans yes. just go up there. Yeah, it's a midriff <laughs> shirt, except that the pants go all the way up to where the shirt stops, which is crazy. She is only a few inches away from being Urkel. Yes, yeah, like she, or or like your grandpa. Like, it's really high It's like the platonic inverse of absolute territory. <laughs> yes. So, we cut to the gym and juice bar. Balkans call are each looking at two menus apiece for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, so Ernie comes over, and I actually really like this Balkan Skull bit. Um, it's it's one of the better ones I feel like we've gotten in a while, and it's all in the in the acting because they're Skull doing is some like, weird voices in this scene. Yes, I, I think they're just goofing around. I think they're just being yeah, they're doing goofy weird with actions. each other. I, yeah, I don't even know what what Skull is going for exactly. He's like Irish or Scottish or something. He says he'll take the indigestion inducer now. I, Which is a weird thing to have on a menu, right? Right. So, well, like, I get I get that you might have a crazy, insane, like, you know, dare burger. Like, some places have yeah, that. Yeah, like a, like a belly buster or something right. like that. Right. Most of them don't, like, say, this will make you shit. Like, that's not usually <laughs> I think they, they should. <laughs> that's not usually how they advertise it. But he you're says gonna that you're going to vomit this thing after you're done eating it. We have a bathroom right there. There's a special line for the pukers. <laughs> that whole thing is the name of the burger. Yeah. So, oh. so gross. Yeah. So Bulk does this weird like 
like he's overacting for comedic effect, which is great because it means the character is doing it. I don't know. I just I like yeah, the scene. No, yeah, it's he's, clearly yeah. they're clearly goofing around here. Like, right? Because he's like. My God, man! Like, what's wrong with you? Like that kind of stuff. It's good. Yeah. I like it. Um, now that said, what? Well, I guess something else happens in between. Uh, no, no, no. They bring it out pretty much immediately. Yep. Dorney just had that ready to go already. There is, there like, is just a, there is just a brief scene of uh, Danny sitting down next to Rocky and Rocky reaching out and touching his arm to make sure that it's not him. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and then Ernie brings this thing out. This fucking like, epic mealtime video. Yeah, in. what the <laughs> hell is it? Like it, four burgers on some like pieces of baguette. There's nachos or something on there. It's really hard to tell what it is exactly. There, there's like donuts, and I'm pretty sure there's some little Debbie's cakes in there. Yeah, and... it literally it looks like a. F- it looks like a fucking double dare prop. Like that there's a red <laughs> flag in there and you have to dig around and find it until you can go to the next physical challenge. Uh-huh. Like it's really stupid. Um and yeah, no, like just... the, Simon's right about the baguette though. Like it's like an entire small loaf of bread that's being used as like a boat to ferry all yeah. the other nonsense <laughs> to Skull's face. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but also like it's there's just loose chips but not right. like not like on the side they're just like in it it's, a, it's like a bed it. of nachos yeah. it's yeah. it's like the, the the way you would have decorative lettuce but it's that but with chips or something <laughs> yeah it's weird. It's, it's, I, I mean I've for... put I've put chips on a burger like that's not that yeah, weird. sure. Sure. It's just, I'm all for, like, weird dumb food, but it's like, what the hell is this even supposed to be? I mean, it's, um, it's, it's like, it's like, in, I'm, I'm all, I'm with you. I'm like, I'm all for weird, like, burgers with extra stuff on it, but this is just throwing everything you can think of onto a plate and it's like saying, hey, this is a meal. Yeah. yeah. Um, so then we cut up to the moon. And uh, Fenster introduces his monster, which, so, first of all, I mean, we can, we have to just go ahead and say, it has the word hangry written yes, across. Yes, it does. Oh, is it hangry? It says hungry. No, it's a U. Yeah. Oh, is it? Okay, I swear to God it looks like hangry. Okay, and I was I'm pretty like, sure the term hadn't been coined no, yet. No, of course then. not. That's why I was going to bring it up, because I was yeah. like, this is like 20 <laughs> years before people started saying hangry. What the hell? But I, I guess it is a U. It's very hard to see. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he just has hungry, I guess, written on his hat. It's a big mouth uh-huh. with uh, legs. With an apron. It's big like you put... Muscles. It's like you took the head off of a monster action figure and put one of those chattering teeth toys on top. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then it has crazy hair, like uh, like sticking out, like black hair. Um, and he's... It, it, it looks like the boss Guy Fieri would turn into in a Persona game. <laughs> yeah, okay. If if you were trying to change his heart or whatever, yes, yeah. totally. Um, so... Also, he's called the Ravenator, and Finster says that his power is that he can eat anything. That doesn't really ever come into play. <laughs> like, it's not also, like... Also, that that was already the, the Pudgy Pig's bit. Yeah, that exactly. Was whole... Yeah. Well, the Pudgy that. Pig... But the Pudgy Pig was his... Their plan was he was going to eat the whole world's food supply. No, yeah. In this case, it's completely different. He goes into... 
Tommy's stomach and makes him eat everything. Right, but they say he can eat anything, and I thought they meant that he, they were going to, like, make Tommy eat, like, walls. Like, and, yeah, they were going to turn Tommy into a cartoon billy goat. Right, and that's how they were going to hurt him. It's, essentially, I thought they were going to force him oh, to no, eat Oh, no, asbestos, no! But obviously, that's not what happens. God, um, it, they could have given us an episode where Tommy eats a tin can, and we didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> um so no uh there's there's some some mess where like Rito says hey uh that big mouth reminds me of Rita uh which is pretty good and then they're like okay yeah. how are we going to use him to destroy Tommy and and Rita zaps him small and picks him up and um also Zed thinks the monster is sexy I guess he says I admit it's one good looking monster I guess big red fleshy people like each other or something so the dialogue is hey uh that monster reminds me of rita yeah i have to admit it's a good looking monster wait (laughs) hold on like (laughs) yeah i was gonna say just a good looking monster just means zed likes the design but no the way that's framed yeah zed absolutely was attracted to this thing (laughs) zed clearly has a thing he just discovered there or something i don't know We can't overlook what Rita says about how they're going to use this monster. Because she picks up the, like, little toy version of it, because that's what it is, and says, let's just say it's an inside job. Yeah, Uh yeah, yep, 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 nobody, nobody has any idea what she means by that. No, like, like... <laughs> Zed's like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Ha-ha! Like he's so excited, but he doesn't know what she is saying. Like I assume it's evil, so I'm all for it. Yeah. You might say Uter is in our bellies right now. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> we we cut down to um we cut down to cat and so this is actually a neat idea that I bet doesn't pay off at all, but I could uh-huh. be wrong. Who knows? It doesn't show up again. Oh, really? This is it? Yeah, that's that's it. such a waste. This is, like, the, this is the last remnant of her link to Rita, I guess. That's such a waste. It, it, it works once, and then it's done forever. <laughs> so she hears Rita's thoughts, and I was like, oh, crazy. That's going to be like a big plot point, but it's not. Because uh, essentially the like remnants of the spell allow her to continue hearing stuff that Rita is thinking and saying. And she just hears like, attack the White Ranger from the inside. Picking up voices from the head. moon on her fillings. It's an, it's an old, old uh, story. Yeah. Happened to so many yeah. people. Uh, Zed sees this and then he, he also calls uh, Rita his little prune Danish, which is mm-hmm. good. Uh, and then they're like, oh shit, we've got to send, uh, uh, Tengas down to fuck up, uh, Kat, because otherwise she'll tell everybody our plans. Um, mm-hmm. so she calls Finster. She calls Finster, and he comes in with the subest line I've ever heard. <laughs> God. What does he, he says, say? my reason for existing. What oh, can right. I do for you? Yeah. yeah. It's incredible. <laughs> We're learning so much about the Moon Crew this episode. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's a lot of like, yeah, they've really opened themselves up to all kinds of possibilities, basically <laughs> off camera. Apparently, so they send some tangas down. Cat, cat uh, calls them overgrown emus. In case you forgot, she was Australian. <laughs> Which is good. <laughs> and they're like, emus? I thought we were sparrows. Yeah, how, like, again, I don't like that the, I don't like that they talk. 
I do like that they're very stupid. The, the, they're <laughs> insistent on terminology and want to be called the proper species, even though I'm pretty sure no no bird species looks like this. Okay, but sparrows is nowhere near close to what they are. <laughs> I know, that's the funny part. <laughs> they're like crows, right? Like, or something. I mean, they're not sparrows, that's for goddamn they're sure. They're definitely not sparrows. They're, yeah. <laughs> they're almost, their beaks are almost vulture-like, I'd say, if there's anything yeah. they're close yeah. to, it's that. Look. Are any yeah. of us really trained to identify space sparrows? <laughs> I, I mean, no. yes, that's I am. That's true. Uh, okay. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Space sparologist. <laughs> so the thing, the thing about space sparrows is they look nothing like Earth sparrows, but they also look nothing like tangas. So okay, good. <laughs> so um, we at this point, Catherine. So Cat is like, all right, stay calm. To, uh, remember what Zordon told you. And then she says Ninja Ranger power yep. and turns into the ninja costume. And then she's like, oh, my powers do work. They, Hey, yep. Zordon, test that. Like, test that first. Yep. Before. Okay, so <laughs> I, like, I like the implication here that what Zordon told her was, you know, say ninja powers activate or whatever. And I don't know, it'll probably work. That's uh-huh. what she. That's what he told her. That's what he, the words of wisdom he passed on to his new, uh, his new ranger. Yeah, and do some motion with your hand. I would show you, but I don't have actual visible hands. <laughs> You'll figure it out. Uh, so at this point, um, she beats them up. I mean, uh-huh. like, so it's neat because the implication, at least to me, is that she doesn't know martial arts at all, and is just like. She's kind of like goof fighting them. I, like I don't yeah. Like, I, she... yeah, I I think it's it's very much like Spider-Man the first time he has spider right. powers after getting bit by, you know, whatever, like mostly operating on instinct and like this this new power that's awakened in her that she doesn't know idea how to actually use. Right, a lot of it is not like strikes. It's like she like moves out of the way and makes them fall down or like it... throws them off her. Go ahead, Greg. It's very much sort of almost clowning on them or, you know, just it's almost like a Jackie Chan fight. And that yeah, is, I mean, that that's what the ninja powers do. They they give them like these weird powers where they get to like trick the tangas in weird yeah. ways, I guess. Sure. But the the thing that that I'm kind of confused by, because a couple of episodes ago, the Rangers themselves were having trouble fighting or maybe it was the past couple. They were having difficulty fighting just tangas. Like three on however many. Oh yeah, because they and need she's like the rest of the team. on all of these ones by herself. Yeah, mooks in Power Rangers are always as powerful or as unpowerful as yeah, the true. particular right. situation requires yeah. them to be. Yeah. Also, I explained the I explained the reason why the Rangers have been having trouble. It's because they're re- trying to reuse the same tricks they've already used. Uh, yes, like, of course. There's a reason they use a new trick every episode, and it's because they stop working after <laughs> one time. Cat's brand new. Literally everything she does is effective. Yeah, this, this is the stale moves thing from Smash Brothers. Yeah. That's right. I actually heard you say that while I was in the grocery store last night. <laughs> there you go. So uh, he wasn't this... listening to the podcast. He just was picking me up on his fillings. Uh, yeah. yeah. So we cut back to the, and this we cut back to the gym and juice bar and whatever Skull is Skull, eating. Skull is just shoving handfuls of whatever is in front of him. Potato in chips. Yeah, it's just Yep. Yep. It's so gross. And now that said, then they bring over green smoothies. Yeah. And that's almost I, I'm worse. pretty sure they asked for fruit smoothies, not whatever they did. kale they said spinach bullshit this is. Fruit smoothies. Um, 
So, uh, Tommy is just kind of... Avocados wa- are fruit. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's Maybe it's, it's a like lot of kiwi. I was just gonna say that. Yeah, it's like ninety yeah, percent okay, kiwi. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so so Tommy and the rest of the crew are kind of like shaking their heads at Skull. Uh, right. And then <laughs> there's some good lines in this and episode. The monst- <laughs> Fuck that shot of the pita. First of all, looks super gross with that slice of melon next to it. Yeah, well, well, also it, the the color correction or the color balance on this shot yeah, is there, either really bad or the fake it. lettuce they put in here is not a very convincing yeah. lettuce. Lettuce yeah. shouldn't be neon green. That's all nope. I'm going to say. Like, that's not right. Uh, so the monster um, teleports in and uh, uh, like next to the plate. So somebody recently... I. And I'm sorry, I forget who said it, but uh, was calling out how great the teleport animations have been lately. And this one's yeah, pretty good because it, yeah. it totally does a chattering teeth thing. Yes. Yeah, it's good. And then it it says, quote, first they made me pint sized. Now I got to imitate a pickle so some guy can swallow me. No, stop it. <laughs> and then he just crawls into that pita. Yeah. How many people swallow an entire pickle? Oh, yeah. Well, also, also like, <laughs> let's talk about size. That's the only way Tommy does it. He's I'm like, ignoring oh, you, oh. by the way, Lexi. I'm just completely not <laughs> listening to you. Um, this thing is like. I don't know, like the palmier hand size? This is right. too big. Like, it's not going to work. But it does, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, Tommy takes one bite. Boy, he has some trouble swallowing it. Yeah. Also, his yep. fucking pita is moving. Don't eat it. Yeah. Stop. Uh-huh. Uh, so he eats this thing. Like, he, he's like if, if, you asked, if you asked somebody to, like, in their first improv class ever... To mime choking something down, you'd get a more subtle performance than what uh, Jason David Frank puts on here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He so he swallows this thing, and then we get, oh man, we get like an in stomach shot, uh-huh. and just it's very difficult to ignore that. There's some... a lot of glitter in this scene. Uh-huh. <laughs> this was which means there's own... a lot of glitter in Tommy's stomach. Yeah, he I mean, just eats glitter for sure. Um, but yeah, this is definitely awakening something in someone. Yep. Uh, we move on to. Um, you, you guys realize this isn't even the boriest episode of Power Rangers we've covered, no, right? No, this there was real. one that was we way almost worse. need a jingle for the four corner here because yeah. there you go. Well, there was that frog episode. Yeah, that's yeah. that what was I mean. definitely the worst one. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So at this point, uh. He's making a face, and Ernie's like, "Tommy, are you okay?" And Tommy this like weird yellow mist that comes out of his mouth. Yeah, it's like he was a cartoon, and he just ate a lot of garlic. Like yeah. yellow stuff comes out of his mouth, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm just really hungry all of a sudden." And then he starts eating. Uh, he steals the okay, the, the, he, the indigestion he fucking, inducer. Like flicks the pita plate away with his fingers in probably the best thing I've ever seen Jason David Frank do on this show. Uh Yeah. There's a pretty great bit where, so Danny is like, but you said, and and Tommy's like, forget what I said. Give me a chocolate milkshake. And Uh I love him stealing this fucking what plate of whatever from Skull, because Skull's like halfway through shoving chips in his mouth and Tommy's like, hey, you gonna eat that? And he, like, freezes, and then Tommy just kind of 
pulls it away from him while he's watching dumbfounded. Uh-huh. And yep. Danny is so betrayed right now. He just looks at Tommy and says, but, but, you said yeah. that I got a PETA and uh, fuck, but man. the best, but the best thing is Skull going. Well, I am appalled. <laughs> that's that's my, my and favorite. he doesn't put up any more of a fight to get his plate back because he knows that Tommy will fuck him up. I guess. Uh, yeah, <laughs> he just let and he's a cop. Like Tommy just stole the food from a cop, and the cop gave up and walked off. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we cut back to Cat finishing beating up these uh, uh, these. Um, what are they called? Tangus. Sorry, I forgot. Uh-huh. Bird, Birdman. Um, she does, you know, some cartwheels and stuff. It's pretty good. I like it. At uh, she tells him to run away, and they're like, "Yep, good point." And they fly off into the green screen sunset. Um, we cut back again. Tommy. Now, okay, listen. I understand being upset. This kid says, I can't believe I ever looked up to you. <laughs> like, like, yeah, it's a bit you, melodramatic. You're eating too much food, and therefore, you are a monster, and I am ashamed to have ever now, followed you. Here's your the thing I mean, everything Tommy's been telling this kid is telling him that this is the correct reaction right now. Yeah, that's true. Right. That's true. Tommy that's made true. his own bed, basically. Yes. Um,. Because he, you know, made it sound like such an awful thing. Like, eating uh, a fucking cheeseburger is a disgusting sin in Tommy's yeah, eyes. They, what he's doing right now is beyond decadence. It's mostly that Tommy kind of shamed Danny into not eating a cheeseburger earlier, and now he's, like, being a hypocrite, because Danny doesn't know it's a spell or whatever. Right. And, so, and like, Danny I get says, that at that point, because, you know, yeah. he wanted that cheeseburger, and he didn't get it. And now he's like, well, fuck you. Yeah, and Danny's like, you're a total fake, and he walks off, and it's pretty great. I well, like it. To, to be fair, this this kid, how what would you gauge the age of this kid? Like 14? Uh, oh. Yeah, I think he's a little older than that, but but he's little, He's like a kid, yeah, definitely middle okay. school. I, I just, I, I had a hard time grasping a kid that age actually talking to a, a, an older kid. Well, he's teenager his, or something like in that particular way. Yeah, like he's his karate instructor. Yeah, you know, it's yeah, it's, it's a position of authority. I get it. Like if he's really into his classes, he could feel betrayed by this. But yeah, this is kind of also th- there's another element to this indigestion inducer that we didn't mention, which is that it has fucking those little like wafers, like the pink yeah, there's wafers, pink wafers with cookies ice, and Twinkies in, in there. That's yeah. so gross. That's <laughs> so gross. I mean, those things are yeah. good, but not as part of a Not in a sandwich, plate. yeah. Right, like, <laughs> yeah. Tommy's yeah. using them to, like, shove, like, chips down his throat. By the way, uh-huh. this is what I meant when I said I felt bad for chasing Nathan oh, yeah. Frank earlier, I just, I in just, case you like, weren't sure. How, how many takes of him just stuffing? This is a very unattractive scene. Uh, yeah. And he's really, oh, just good at him. He seems to be really eating as much as he can there. Like I don't right. know if he's like, as soon as it cuts he's spitting all that out or whatever, but ugh. Yeah. Yeah, like I don't think this is fake eating. He is eating all this shit. And I hope they didn't do a ton of of extra takes, basically. Like yeah. it's gross. And the thing is, Jason David Frank is very like well sculpted he probably actually watches what he eats on the daily and then he i don't know if he was like psyched that he gets to like indulge in this 
bullshit, like just for the shoot of this episode, or if he really hated it because it well, messed up so his whole diet. The thing is, a lot of times with food scenes like this, they don't actually eat the food. Like as soon as the camera yeah, turns no, away, that. they spit into a bucket. Yeah. Oh, I guess that could be the case. Yeah, that's fair. It's because otherwise, like if you have to do multiple it. takes, that's so much food. Yeah, right. it's nasty. Um, so. <laughs> there's, yeah, there's a shot where they're like so cat comes up and tells billy what she heard and billy's like okay well we need to get him back to the command center um and then he tells he's like hey tommy can you come with us to the command center and tommy's like no i'm just starting and billy's like okay well just stay here please and then there's one of my favorite like little acting bets that tommy's ever done which is he like he looks at a hot dog and like considers it, and I mean like an just a hot dog, like not in a bun. He's just holding a hot yeah. dog. Okay, I and need he, to. I, sorry, I know this is good, but we skipped over the fact that when he's responding bit. to Billy, there is just a yeah. chunk of bread hanging yeah. out of his mouth. It's so uh-huh. gross. And then, so he's staring like, at. Yeah, go ahead. Billy asks him what's wrong, and he says, "There's nothing wrong with me that a good donut won't cure." And Billy goes. Donut. He's more far gone than I thought. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. This Everybody whole thing is fucking amazing. Like, yeah. And then Tommy shoves an entire hot dog into his mouth. Right. Yeah, it's Tommy it's, would never eat a donut. This yeah, is like what the fuck? Like they're like he's eating a donut. He must be under an evil spell. A donut. <laughs> Why I never? Because no one would do that ever. <laughs> yeah. So. So he's just like he, but yeah, he like nods. Yeah, I'll just stay here, and then shoves a whole hot dog in his face, <laughs> and it's so gross. Yep. Um, they walk off into the uh, into their special morphing hallway, and then they teleport away. And let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Get yourself an egg and beat it. Have some more chicken. Have some more pie. It doesn't. Howdy, everybody. Zach here. Uh, no, not that Zach, a different one. I um, I host a show on audio intro... Mm, okay. I'm the Zach whose podcast is about brightly colored heroes who... Fu- okay, I hear it. I hear what I'm saying. I'm the Zach who can drink water. There we go. Got it. Okay. All Along the Watchtower, it's another podcast here on the Audio Entropy Network. We're rewatching the DC animated universe show by show because we looked at the other rewatch podcast and said, that's cool. What if we did six shows at the same time? Uh, we got new episodes Wednesdays. Anyways, uh, sorry for intruding and uh, go back to your regularly scheduled Power Rangers. Bye. Say the Joker to the pizza. All right, welcome back. So, um, let's see. Oh, God, where are we? We are in the command center. I sound very tired all of a sudden. Uh, and Rocky's like... It's from all the junk food. Yeah, yes, it's because yeah. of all yeah, the junk didn't, food. Yeah, what you didn't hear was like the two hours of Zach just shoving every bit of food from his house That's definitely one of, one of the things that has happened as I've gotten older is like, if I eat a double whopper or whatever i'm mm-hmm. i just need a nap now yep. and so yep. like that, that that is definitely something that's happened um so they're like uh rocky asks hey Z- zordon what's wrong with tommy and 
Zordon's like, okay, put the monster up on the uh, up on the viewing globe. And, and then it's just a shot of Tommy, which is hilarious. Tommy's face. <laughs> and they're like, I don't understand. And, and he says, set the viewing globe on x-ray magnification. And then it just, again, shows this weird shot of his tummy. And though, Tommy has the, cancer now. Though also, <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, well, but also it's showing, like, Tommy's stomach, like, like from the outside, like his uh-huh. belly. And then the monster's in there. Superimposed the monster onto it, and and he, he has a giant knife and fork, which I guess are just a regular knife and fork because he's yeah. tiny. <laughs> he's got a knife and fork in Tommy's stomach, which can't uh-huh. be good. That's the, not great. The, the, has Tommy eaten those? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Looking? Yeah, I'm not sure. So, so Cat says this is worse than I imagined, which is very funny because what the fuck did she think it was gonna be? And, but also, <laughs> to be fair, it probably is because it's pretty bad. I mean, he swallowed a knife and fork. This is worse than I imagined. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. She, I mean, most things in Australia are trying to kill you. I'm, I'm sure that she probably could have imagined something pretty bad. Yeah. So they then they say. Uh, they're like, bring him here so we can help him. And Zordon, I can't decide if this is sh- shitty or actually prudent. Uh-huh. But Zordon's like, no. <laughs> and they're, like, what? they're like, what do you mean no? And he's like, I mean, there's a monster in there. Like, no, I'm not going to do that. This and, is a literal Trojan horse situation. Yeah. Well, and to be fair, this that the whole Trojan horse thing has not been mentioned until Zordon brought it up. Like yes. Rita and Zed probably wish they had a thought that. Right. Uh-huh. That's that's what's interesting because they kind of like Zordon is like no, because then there would be a monster in here. And who says Yeah, Billy is like, that's their plan to get a monster in the command center. And, and No, it's just to make Tommy feel like shit. <laughs> I, I I wish it cut up to the moon and Rita said, "Yeah, that's my plan." Right? It's not a it's not an unreasonable assumption. Like they don't know. Yeah, now, that's true. Can I ask you something? Is their plan to kill Tommy with burgers? Like, I, it, is it, that it the feels idea? Like that's what the plan I was. I feel right? like they're not long term enough thinkers for that. I think Rita just wants Tommy <laughs> to get really fat and gross. Okay. Though I do have to admit, there's worse ways to go. He thinks he's so hot, and she's gonna she's gonna have him turn be really disgusting, a disgusting glutton, and stop being. Which isn't to say which isn't to say being overweight's disgusting. It's the constant eating, literally everything yeah. in sight, that's disgusting. Here's an idea, though: do this thing, but do it with a monster that doesn't do anything, so that it. Like it doesn't turn Tommy into a lunatic and immediately right. tips off the Rangers that something's wrong. Wait for him to be teleported in the command center. Boom! Plan accomplished. Yeah, you got yeah. it. Yeah. If you can do this, do this with like a normal monster, and then right. tell him to just sit sit tight, basically. Right. So yeah, no, you're right that this isn't their plan, but it's not unreasonable for Billy and sure. Zordon to think it is. Can I ask a question? We've talked before about how we wish that uh, there were like more body types in Rangers. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the space, um, the space, uh, Sentai from like two years ago, uh, whose name escapes me, I'm sorry, had like some, some bigger rangers and stuff. Uh, but if you were like bulk size and you morphed, would it make you look like a quote unquote normal power ranger? Like, how would that work? 
Because they're they would probably keep the same body type as the actors or Is whatever if they did it on the show. Wasn't there I, a similar one in the Dino Charge Sentai? Like there was an older guy who was a bit bigger? I don't uh, remember yeah, that. Yeah, but he just looked normal. And then, like, you've got, like, Doggy Kruger, who just looks exactly the same as yeah. everybody else, too. But he has like, a dog helmet, but it's not, like, it, it's not big enough to accommodate his huge dog head. Yeah, so, so I wonder yeah. if you would just, like, be, like, a, like, the standard Power Ranger shape, which is dumb. I don't know. I was just curious how. Well, I I know with the with Hyperforce, um, mm. the nice thing with Hyperforce is any of the um, any of the art that I've seen for Paul Schreier's character, yeah, has been true. betrayed bigger. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. I like that. that that's yeah. a, that's good. So um, the, the answer is Zach. It's a TV show. It can be however they want it to be. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. fair. I I was asking more like from the dumb lore. Like, does morphing just make you that shape? I was curious, but because because uh, in Turbo he has like a special device. The little Justin ha- has like it's not just morphing that makes him grow. Like he has a special thing that also makes him. Which man, that's so fucking weird. I know we've mentioned it before, but what a weird idea. Anyway, I was just curious. Let's move on. Um, at this point, they're like, yeah, so we can't get Tommy here then. So what do we do? Uh, and they're like, well, you gotta get back to Tommy. And what does he say? Like, Zora's like, remember, just watch Tommy and the monster can eat anything, which puts him in grave danger. And they've said this. Rita also said, like, the monster can eat anything. I, why, yeah. yeah. Why if, is if the monster is the one eating it, doesn't that mean that it won't go into Tommy's system and he's right. going to be okay? And like, also, at worst, it's like a tapeworm and he's, like, going to lose energy because he's not getting the food he's yeah, eating, I, I guess. I mean, really, that's what this is, is Zed and Rita gave Tommy the weirdest fucking tapeworm. Right. Yeah. But the other end of that is, like, you keep saying anything, not like any food. Like I don't understand why they're not making him drink Drano. Yeah. Other than it's a children's <laughs> I, show. Like I obviously. was expecting when they said that for a cut to Tommy trying to eat something like you would expect exactly like a wall or yeah, like uh-huh. a pipe or something. <laughs> so I don't Bulk. know. It's just weird phrasing. Well, yeah, um, and the fact that they say that multiple times, but it's never actually a plot point, is kind of weird. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so they run back to the Jim and Juice bar, uh, and Tommy has left. Oh, uh-huh. we forgot a we forgot a plot point, which is that after Tommy steals uh, oh, yeah. Skull's food, Skull and Bulk say they have to go to the um the the police like bake sale. Oh yeah, uh-huh. that was actually <laughs> a um pretty good bit because uh, Skull's reaction was mmm dessert. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and also that it pays out here because. <laughs> Ernie's like, where's Tommy? Oh, you mean Hurricane Tommy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he said something about getting dessert. I just want to say how fucking inappropriate it is having a police fundraiser bake sale in the school. Yeah. But yes, that's not that's great. fucked up. It's oh, yeah. Also, they set up their table completely blocking the stairs because it's the school set we've seen like a ton of times before. And it's, it's just strikes me as a violation of the fire code to have the table right there. I'm just saying. Well, it's okay, because they're cops, so... Yeah, they can violate the fire code. Uh, yeah, of course. 
So at this point, um, everyone yells like, the bake sale. And uh-huh. that's kind of cute. I like that. And then they Hulk all run and off. Skull are wearing their police shirts with chef hats and aprons. It's yep. adorable. Uh, also, this is th- one of the dumber Bulk and Skull things, <laughs> yep. which is a long list, but like... So, oh, so Bulk- all we need is to make sure nobody buys any food and then so, we can eat all the food somehow. Right, so Bulk is like, okay, here's the deal. If no one buys any of it, then they're just going to throw it away so we can eat it. So Skull's like, Okay, how do we prevent people from buying it? So, so I, book. This, <laughs> oh, cloud powers activate. Go ahead. This plan They're is planning to producers from- the bake sale basically at this point. Yeah, like this this concept though, like the the reasoning Bulk's using here is half a step removed from that bit and arrested development of oh yeah, so every every banana represents a dollar, right? So whenever we eat a banana, we just toss a dollar. You've missed several steps, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, no, like, so Skull's like, well, how do we prevent people from buying them? And Bulk just reaches down his pants, presumably, and pulls out some fish. Like, yeah. <laughs> so That's exactly stupid. what the, the emergency plastic fish is for. Situations yeah. like these. Yeah, well, so they're 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 clearly plastic. But let me ask you: Is uh-huh. are they plastic in fiction? Well, yeah, Do because they don't they don't want fish? the food to actually taste like fish because they oh, want to sure. eat it okay, later. That right? makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Um, I wouldn't pass, put it past the show to be telling us that Bulk just keeps fish down his pants. <laughs> but yes, that's a good point. Um, Vince, like so. Then even weirder, Skull is like, <laughs> oh, that makes sense. And then he pulls fish out of his pants. So he's like... So wait, could this be Bulk's cod piece? Oh! <laughs> You're yes. fired. Warren Beast is canceled. So they cut from that scene to a woman walking up to look at the stuff. And when they cut back, Bulk is now holding like a bass. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Which he's petting yeah. like a cat. I don't know where he got that from. He did not pull that one out of his pants. No, it's super weird. And also, <laughs> I'm still mad at you, Greg, but 10 <laughs> comedy points. Good work. Um, so he, yeah, they keep so this woman comes up and she's like, what kind of pie is this? She's like asking about the different things and they're like sardine filling. And like, essentially their whole plan is to tell everyone that all of this is made with fish and uh-huh. clearly no one likes, f- I mean, okay. A fish pastry does sound gross, but it also I seems mean, like they're just assuming no one well, likes fish at all. Like, like some hors d'oeuvres have fish in them, but okay, not yeah, but okay. Pie? These are these. This is bake sale. These are yeah. pies and like, okay, fruit yes, pies. That's, like, that's fair. That is fish gross. Does not yeah, mix okay. with that. Yeah, yeah that, also. That's- that's Paul Schreier is doing some absolutely great prop work with this fucking fish he's holding. It's, li- yes, it's he really is. like a fucking uh, carrot top bit. Like he's like gesturing and like petting it like it's a fucking like white cat. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's it's good. Also, um, uh, this is the bit where Skull has a weird accent where where he's trying to describe the fish pies for some reason, and yeah. I don't really know why he's doing that. He's trying to sound like a pirate or something because no. fish. 
Now, at this point, Tommy walks up. Uh Uh-huh. And he starts grabbing stuff off the table, and it appears to just be chips, which I don't understand (laughs) why. Are there chips on no, the table? No, it's, it's, like, it's, it's like handfuls of cake and cookies uh, okay. and stuff, right? Okay, like crumbled. I, I, yeah. It was hard yeah. to tell. I gotcha. Um, they're like, there is a pretty good bit where they're like, uh, Tommy, you have to pay yep. for that. And he's like, okay. And he just pulls <laughs> money out of his pants yeah. and throws it in. It's not even his pants. He's got it in his belt for his karate belt. For his karate. Yeah. He just gives it to yeah. Bulk and Bulk puts it in the, his fish's <laughs> mouth, which is good. Uh, <laughs> I, I like how, like, Tommy, like, at this point, are they thinking, oh, you could keep money there, not just fish, huh? That's that's probably a better plan. Money can buy more fish. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so there, there's a um, again like I actually like Jason David Frank in this episode because uh-huh. he is doing some good comedy stuff. Yeah, he he he's under a hunger spell, but he's still like a goody two shoes, and he's not going to steal that food. He's going to pay for it. Right. But and he can't stop also, eating while he's also paying. So. Also, all the rangers come up to him, and they're like, we need to talk to you. And he's like, I'm busy. And they're like, right now. And Billy, I liked how he sort of took charge in this episode. Yeah, Billy uh-huh. Billy is basically the leader in this episode, for uh-huh. sure. But, um, but you're right. Jason David Frank does some good stuff, because they drag him off, and he manages to pull away from them just long enough to grab a pie that he can continue uh-huh. to eat while they're dragging him away. Do uh-huh. you think Rocky and Adam are really jealous of Tommy in this episode? Because they, <laughs> they kept trying to eat... They keep trying to. Well, I guess especially Rocky is always eating like ridiculous sandwiches. Yeah, uh, Rocky finally scene. found his one thing that's his. Yeah, yeah. This he's this is bit infringement. It's um, like I thought that I had the biggest sandwich, and then I saw Tommy's sandwich. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. So at this point, it's like Tommy. It, it becomes clear that Tommy is actually kind of self-aware of the curse because even though he still can't stop eating, he acknowledges that it's weird and that he wishes he could stop. So it's kind of weird and existentially horrifying at this point. Yeah, because it's not... <laughs> he doesn't not... go like, well, nothing's wrong. I'm just hungry. Leave me alone. He's like, oh yeah, God, help me. Right. It's it's more like he is just insanely hungry. Yeah. It's not like but... he's also mentally like fucked up he's just Mm -hmm. super hungry uh i I guess specifically for junk food because he like doesn't want the pita but right the weird thing is he's not actually like horrified about it he's just like huh okay so that makes sense yeah munch 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 (laughs) yeah so they're like yeah you're under a horrible curse and also i do like that they're just walking through the park and he just has like um, there there was some foreshadowing at the start of this scene, too, because we did see an ice cream truck. Yes, yeah. ice cream truck draws by. So they're they're like, um, well, how do we fix this? And uh, Aisha's like, I've got an idea. And Tommy's like, I'll try anything. <laughs> so I love this because Aisha doesn't say anything to anyone except, hang on, guys, I know what to do. And Rocky she watches with Rocky. Yeah, well, so Rocky Rocky watches her run off and kind of looks back at the other guys like, what the hell's going on? Okay, I bet I, I guess I'd better go with her. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. So like he's very go- like he keeps doing these hand motions like what the hell are we doing? Right, because she doesn't explain anything. Uh-huh. And then they go up to this ice cream guy and he says she says, I need the biggest Sunday you can make and 
<laughs> now, okay. Now uh, a path splits before you. On the one hand, that this is the first thing the ice cream truck guy made is he picked up one of those huge mixing bowls, filled it to like overflowing with ice cream, and stuck a couple like huge plastic strawberries in yeah, there and said, okay. there you yeah, go. An the, other one, the other path is he gave them a large sundae. Aisha was like, no, bigger. And then, no, <laughs> bigger. Put everything you have in the largest bowl you can find. Life depends on it. No, let me ask you a question. In the, again, second second time I've asked this, in the fiction of the show, is that a plastic <laughs> strawberry? Or did that I man really have a giant... Giant strawberry. It, it it doesn't even look a little bit like ice cream. It looks like there's some kind of foam and like, oh, yeah. like Again, shaving it's a, cream on top of it's it. It's a and double. Then, it's a double dare prop. Like this right. is, yeah. No, that this fucking strawberry was like bathed in flubber gas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or the other option is they um they like well no they don't grow shit the. The fucking bad guys do. I was gonna say they had it grown. It was like a normal size <laughs> Sunday that they had it grown, but that's what the bad guys do. I got it wrong. Um, why don't uh, why don't Rita and Zed just use it on like <laughs> Sundays and stuff? And, and world hunger. Yeah, Damn well, I mean, they have the technology to save Who's the world. Who's the villains now, Zordon? Who's the villains now? Oh, it's the villains. You have the you have the you have the power to grow anything. You could you could end you you know you could end world hunger, but right. instead of using it to make monsters big. Well, yeah, I don't want to yeah. end world hunger. I want to make big monsters. <laughs> I want to end world. Yeah. Just so think, any- if I took over the world, I could do this. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, it's hilarious. Like even the spoon is giant, which is kind of like. I don't know. It's just oh, so I, dumb looking. I, I, I just found the episode picture, and it's Tommy lunging at that Sunday. Yeah, <laughs> and everyone holding him back because it's the best thing I've ever seen. Yeah. So <laughs> this is such a bizarre gambit. Like it, it works. It was it's, a good move. It's basically move, exposure but... therapy slash reverse psychology on well, the monster. So, what I thought was going to happen is they were going to tie him up, and right. then the monster would like come out to get it, but. That's not what happens. They just tell Tommy, no, don't. Like, uh, well, specifically, Aisha shames him. So, no, and I mean, she's no, like, you're, you're, you're right, though, in what they do, like tie him up. They grab his arms. He's completely yeah, helpless. Yeah, uh, yes, that's right. That's they, a took, good point. they took the play out of the putty book. Yeah, putty <laughs> playbook. Um, yes, and they, they say, Aisha's like, Remember what you told Guys, Danny. Uh, please, please back my Kickstarter to uh, print a putty playbook. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot to. I actually. Well, I'll, I'll mention it at the end. Um, I had a, a follow up uh, talking about things, but anyway. Um, so they're like, "Yeah, you should treat your body like a temple." Remember, and uh, the mon- we cut to the monster being mad about him not eating it, and Tommy's like, "Oh, you're right," and he like. Like, controls himself, and then the monster shoots out of his... He, like, hocks a Luki, basically. That's the monster coming out, which is gross. Um, And then, uh, yeah, and then the monster is outside. Okay, and and we do need to point out that fork and knife he was holding. He does throw those down before popping out, so those are still in Uh him. That's going to be a hard bowel movement for Tommy later. Yeah, that's going to be rough. (laughs) 
So the monster is outside, uh, and they morph. Hooray! Um, and the now cat's we have excited. A, yeah, uh, there's kind of a weird bit where Cat is like, "Woo, I'm a Power Ranger," and she's like looking yep. at her hands. And she's uh-huh. like, I can't believe I have these powers. And the monster is like, why are you looking at your hands? Look at me. <laughs> like, I've never worn gloves like these before. <laughs> <laughs> like, he calls it out specifically. So, um, the monster has kind of a weird call out here. Because he says, I'm going to chew you up and spit you out. Which, yeah, okay, he's a giant mouth. That makes sense. But then he then he mentions he's going to floss afterwards. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's like they couldn't, like, they were like, Listen, but... When you're mostly teeth, it's really important to take good care of them because right. that's going to get real expensive real fast at the dentist if you don't. So always floss, giant monsters. That leads to something I have to mention about this fight. I don't like watching him get punched in the teeth over and over again. It's, <laughs> I know they're fake right. and everything, but like I don't like it. It's upsetting to me. And it makes there's, a bad place to be punched. There's a bit in this fight where Tommy goes to punch the monster, but because he's mostly mouth, he opens his mouth. Tommy yeah, like ends up putting fist. his fist in the monster's <laughs> mouth, and the monster just kind of bites him and then throws him. Yeah, yeah. it's great. Yeah, I and really the whole like thing, it. the whole because because that's nearly impossible to choreograph in a believable way. It has the, it has all the cadence of like a wrestling setup. Yes, yeah, that mm-hmm. is true. Yeah, um, but so they keep punching this monster in its teeth or kicking uh-huh. it in the teeth and stuff, uh-huh. uh, and I, I don't like it. Um, then Cat says, "I've had my fill of this monster." <laughs> oh, that's a that's a dental pun. I just got it. Great. Yeah. Uh, Aisha, at one point, Aisha's holding its like mouth open or whatever, like struggling against it. And again, it, she's like, "Ah, oh, you really need to floss." Like, yes, they they, they try to make to... this through line. Kids, remember to floss. It's yeah. So yeah, I mean, again, that that sort of fits this being an overly uh, overly mm-hmm. preachy episode, I guess. Yeah. The yep. only thing left was brought to you by the American Dental Association, right? <laughs> um. So at this point, uh, they, 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 uh, sorry, Zed and Rita grow the monster. Okay, um, okay. The reason they grow the monster is because Goldar says maybe the only good mouth is a big mouth. Yeah, and then yeah, <laughs> that's not a thing. Yeah. You just you just said make it big for it to be good, but you said it. In a way that sounded like some kind of saying or proverb. It's not at all. What's what are you, what you, are know, you doing? It's like Goldar? they always say: the only good mouth is a big mouth. Right. That saying that everyone uses all the time. Well, see, here's the thing. This was Goldar's big like sexual awakening moment. <laughs> oh, him too, huh? <laughs> like, all, like Goldar is going to be going and like downloading every image of Venom he can find after this. <laughs> uh, um, so at this point, um, they they make the monster big, mm-hmm. uh, and then <laughs> so there's lots of fights in Power Rangers, especially in the in the Megazords. Correct. That that um. That's not the end of the thought. That are uh, very brief. This might yeah, this be the is, fastest. Like, they just yeah. immediately finishing move, and that's it. They do the whole morphing like 
Zord summoning sequence and like everything. But Cat and Tommy are both in the white Zord, which seems weird it now. It looks really they, uncomfortable. They yeah. did explicitly yeah. call that out last time. Yeah. They were yeah. like, because Kimberly can't support it. Or I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Cat. I didn't mean it. Cat can't support a new Zord because mm-hmm. her God, powers. How many are... times do you think the Rangers do that off screen? That yeah. Because the the powers are still like not like all the way. Tr- I I don't remember why they say because they wait. Do they have the coin back? Yes, yes, they got the coin back. Yes, yeah. yes, she got it back. So well, why? maybe it was because there wasn't a pink Shogun Zord. Well, okay, so that's well, a behind the scenes. I mean, that's reason. the reason. That's totally why. Yeah. The, but I the was, reason yeah. they give is because Cat's new. She's not. They don't trust her with a Zord yet. Okay. They okay. gave fucking Rocky a sword immediately. Yeah. <laughs> they gave Rocky like the coolest sword yeah. immediately. Like, yeah. So listen, um, I'm just telling you what Zordon said. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> uh, so then you know they murder it. It's l- really fast. Zach, if you remember, you actually spent a bunch of time complaining about the line. Maybe one day you'll be. A- you'll even be able to pilot the pink crane zord. I wasn't complaining. I was asking if they were going to go back to the other zord set, and they don't. Grump. Mm-hmm. By, the, by the way, I really remember the shogun zord and the falcon zord combining. Does that not happen? Yes, it does. Uh, it absolutely does. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you literally see... Wasn't it literally in the opening? No, the yeah. opening... Is, oh, maybe it's in the, the new ultra opening. Zord. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the yeah. Is the Falcon part of the Ultra Zord? In my yes. yes, it is. Yeah. That, that's. Okay. But uh, but I would. But like, we don't have that many episodes left in season three before. Oh, you it know, turns it's going to be like once. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I was. I just remember that being. I mean, that's how I like set my toys up in that configuration, and I. Just, mm-hmm. It just hasn't happened yet. So I was just curious. Um, I currently have my toys set up. The Falcon Zord's riding on the back of the Tiger Zord. It's pretty cool. No. Oh. <laughs> That's not canon. That does sound That's pretty cool. Never coexisted. <laughs> That's not canon. Uh, yeah. Um, so at this point, they murder the monster. It's super fast. Uh, Rita and Zed bicker a little bit. And uh-huh. then we cut to Tommy talking to Danny. Um, Danny, who has completely abandoned the life of karate for the life of video games. Yeah, yeah. He's mm-hmm. playing uh, a, an arcade game, uh-huh. and he's like, leave me alone. Don't talk to me. You eat fatty foods. Right. Like, <laughs> Oh, I bet you're going to say if I keep playing video games, I'm going to get fat, huh? Well, maybe I want to get fat now. Chomp out of a cheeseburger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like we're – I feel like in our – desire to mock the show we're slipping into some actual uh body shaming here oh, well no i think i mean okay no, i want to be clear eat whatever you want like be right. be responsible make your choices Within how reason. you want but like the show is treating eating anything that's not like a veggie pita as though you're some weird the show, yeah, the monster. Sh- i mean yeah the show is indulging in the same sort of thing you see from parodies of um like uh obsessive vegans on the internet right. yeah 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 so so yeah i i definitely didn't mean it to sound that way but um so at this point they're like he says like i don't want to listen to any more of your lies uh and then also he's qu- quitting karate uh-huh. cool 
So Tommy's like, well, you were my best student. And he was like, I was? And Tommy's like, yeah, playing to your ego is how I'll get you back. <laughs> <laughs> this, is manip- uh, this is manipulative as shit. So here's I, the problem with this. I like how this. Tommy kind of uh, cops to being a hypocrite instead of just saying, well, I had a monster in my belly and it was a curse. I would never have eaten that stuff. I mean, so here's the thing, Simon. That's an excuse. <laughs> right, okay. But, but he can't give any explanation that really makes sense like because he what he says is like i made some bad choices yeah but also like when he called you on it you were like i love fat give me the milkshakes (laughs) like you you didn't because tommy didn't like wordlessly start doing this he was like forget what i said it's bullshit give me all the all the burgers like how do you then just say, like, I made a mistake? I don't think that uh, covers I, it. Like, well, I, I'm going to yeah. ask you the opposite question. How many people excuse their shitty behavior by Rita put, put a curse on me in Angel Grove? <laughs> oh, honey, it's not what it looks like. I'm just, I'm, Rita put a curse on me. I had to sleep with this woman. I don't even know her. <laughs> no, we can't say that because sex does not exist in Angel Grove. Yeah, okay, that's that. <laughs> so clearly I, he meant it literally. They were caught, like, taking a nap in the same bed. Yes. I wonder. Yes. I wonder, because like we've seen in the uh, police station, uh, like a wanted picture of Rita, and they know, and Rita came down that one time and like threatened everybody. But like, how much do you think they know about Rita? Like the citizens of Angel Grove, probably a decent of- amount, because like her. Like, showing up was on the news when those astronauts yeah. fucking opened her space dumpster. Yeah, that's yeah. true. I, I'd be willing to bet that Angel Grove News is like day 375 of the alien incursion or alien yeah. invasion of, of if our this, city. If the show took place in the post 24 hour news cycle world, like there would just be a like a Rita watch constantly yeah. going. It, it would have been like the O.J. Simpson trial. <laughs> would, would, would there be like a bit on the Daily Show where they make fun of the media coverage of the Rita attacks? Like, and they're like, "Oh yeah," and whatever, and they just point out all the like talking lines that the media has about T- her. Yeah, TMZ would just like have one section that was just like uh, all hand cam footage of like the <laughs> monsters and Rita coming down. And stuff oh like man, that. I bet you yeah. SNL in this world has some fucking great. Oh, it's bits. Alec Baldwin plays Rita. <laughs> Who plays Zed? Damn it, now I want that and it won't ever happen. <laughs> but now I'm curious, who plays Zed if Alec Baldwin is real? What, uh, what SNL alum or, or current or former would play Zed okay, the so best? This would, be the mid, this would be the mid-90s. Will Ferrell, mm. maybe? I could Dana see Will Carvey? Ferrell. Yeah. Dana Carvey would be okay. Uh, Keenan hmm. Thompson? <laughs> Adam Sandler, because uh, because of, of all the Jewish stuff. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> okay. Norm Mac- Norm Macdonald. Oh man, Norm Macdonald. Oh. Norm Macdonald Zed would be so good. <laughs> oh oh oh, Norm Macdonald Zed playing Burt Reynolds yes, in Celebrity Norm- Jeopardy. Norm- <laughs> Norm well, yeah, so that's that's why Norm Macdonald Zed would be so good because he would not put any effort into actually being like Zed at all. So yes. the Norm Macdonald's Burt Reynolds is Zed, basically. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Zed, what is this monster? It's a hat. It's a big hat. I chose it to be a monster because it looked cool. <laughs> okay. 
So anyway, uh, Tommy is talking to this child. I don't know how the fuck we got where we got. Oh, oh. Uh, also, because I mentioned it before we started recording, Tommy obviously drops the ball in training this kid because he appears in a PSA in Turbo where he is now an underage smoker. Yeah, yeah, he didn't do this good. So, like, well, so, clearly- here, so I'm sure what happened was uh, sometime between now and then, Tommy gets uh, hit with some sort of a smoking monster curse, and <laughs> yeah. he starts smoking, and this since this kid is like just so impressionable, he's like, oh, well, I guess I'm a smoker now. <laughs> Danny's yeah. sense of self was just shattered as soon as he saw Sammy like light Man. up a cigarette. You're just a big phony. Is <laughs> anti-smoking as big of a thing in like kids? Like, I, I feel I, like I wonder. I wonder because it was in the nineties. Well, because the the vaping thing made it so weird. Also, which yeah. Power Ranger would vape, and why is it Tommy? Oof. Definitely a hundred percent. Yeah, uh, Billy would also be super into it because of the rigs. Yeah, yeah. But, but he's not even really into like actually smoking it. He just wants to build the sickest rig. Like, well, but yeah. he, I bet he's also super into like developing his own blends. Like the chemistry of it would probably appeal to him too. Mm-hmm. Oh God. Okay. So anyway, this why why can we not finish this last scene? Um, <laughs> I'm just waiting for it to cut to Balkan Skull on the floor covered in chocolate, and it's not there yet. Yeah, so so he Tommy that, says that's quite the lead into that scene. Yeah. Uh-huh. So Tommy <laughs> says, "Give me, give me another chance," and he's like, "Okay, fine." Uh, sensei, and they're like, "Oh, they make up and." Practice early tomorrow. All right, great. Uh, and then they play video games together. And then we cut to Balkan Skull on the exactly ground, what I said. covered yeah. in chocolate. Uh-huh. They are wearing clothes, though, which the way you said it kind of made it sound like <laughs> fine. Add some details to what I said. It does still. It is still shot very much like the post bender. Like yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It looks. Yeah. It looks like they have a chocolate hangover. Basically, yeah. Yeah. Um, it looks like Barton Millhouse after the like they should be just bender. groaning and like, oh, how did we get here? <laughs> and Barney's like, on a boat somehow now. Yes. So Bulk says, if I ever see another cupcake, I'm gonna run screaming. Uh, Lieutenant Stone shows up. I have to say something. He's good in this scene. He's yep. pretty yeah. funny. Yeah. Um, because he says like. Uh, you know, he has this like rictus on his face. <laughs> you, like he clearly like they're covered in chocolate. He well, knows yeah, exactly okay, what happened. Okay, well, but here's <laughs> the thing: watch him in the scene. Does he ever look at either of them? No, no he, he doesn't. He's he staring nope. straight ahead, eyes He's, focused on something in the I horizon. Mean, I mean, he does he does that specifically because he knows exactly what they look like right now. And also, now. he's smiling, but he's yep. so clearly, like, out of his mind angry, yep. and yep. it's really He good. just holds like, his hand out and says, let's have all the money, please. Yeah, <laughs> so he's like, how did it go? And how about you give me all the money? And they're like, well, we didn't sell anything, or everything. He's yeah, like, great. Like, <laughs> the little okay. the, he, you're, he does some great stuff with his face, like because he does this little knowing nod at when they like, <laughs> yeah, because he's like, okay, cool. Where are the leftovers? Uh, and then they go, um, well, we did sell everything. Uh, <laughs> and, and he, oh, he says because I want to give it to the old folks' home, basically. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and he's like. 
cool. Then uh, um, where's the money? <laughs> and, and Bulk, like... They both just empty their wallets in his hand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he puts his hand out and Bulk starts getting the money out and he just so- starts nodding like, all right, yep, there we go. <laughs> he fleeces them. <laughs> Keep just, it going, buddy. Okay, here's money. the thing. He doesn't fleece them. They ate that food. They need to pay no, for it. Yeah. You're, you're right. It's just... <laughs> their boss just took their money. I mean, it is... 100% you are right. Like, this is what he uh-huh. should do. It's also really, really crazy that that's how it goes down. Also, but- he prepared for this because... <laughs> he made a giant Sunday himself. So, again, two paths. One path, Lieutenant Stone comes in, sees them passed out with their faces covered in chocolate, then goes back and gets the Sunday to prepare this whole bit. Second path... Lieutenant Stone comes in, goes straight to Ernie, says, please give me a giant salad bowl of Sunday because Balkan Skull fucked this up and I have to make fun no, no, of no, them. No, 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 no. You, you're missing the best path, which is he comes in, goes to Ernie and says, please make a big Sunday. Balkan Skull just like did a real solid favor for me and I want to reward them. <laughs> <laughs> then he walks but- in and sees this and like something just kind of snaps and he's like, Okay. Oh, sorry. We we said Ernie, but he immediately said, he immediately says that he made it himself. So he carried yeah. that ball all the way from his See, place over oh, there. You're right, and that makes it so much better because now I'm picturing him especially <laughs> preparing this for them. He's so proud. They're finally like buckling down doom, and doom, doing doom, doom, something doom, right. Giant ice cream sundae for my two best boys that did nothing wrong today. <laughs> but, his, but his face is like. He reminds me of the janitor from Scrubs yeah. in this scene because he's like smiling, but he's clearly like wants to kill them. It's it's so good, and he's just like, "I made this for you myself." Are you got you guys want some Farkas Eugene? How about you have some? And you sort of get the idea that maybe there's cyanide in there or something because yeah. he's so fucking angry at them right yeah. now, and they they run away. And they accidentally run into, like, a server who has some... A tray of donuts, for some reason. And And they nearly throw up. Yeah, Uh and they freak out and run off, and that's the end of the episode. And the Power Rangers laugh at their suffering. So it is a season one episode. I mean... Yeah, it really is. Yeah, for sure. they fucked up. Bulk and Skull, like, did everything wrong in this episode, to be fair. Like, for once, like, the mockery is deserved. And then the... For some reason, over the credits, it's they just, just it's these just were a super great. Cut of Tommy stuffing his face, including some takes that didn't make it into the episode. <laughs> They're so good faces. Like, yeah. Well, at one point, Tommy grabs one of the plastic fish and starts yep. shoving it in his mouth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, it's pretty good. It's like, pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I I enjoy this a lot. Like, it, this was a fun episode. It's uh-huh. really stupid. But oh, there there was one line with Balkan Skull from the credit outtakes that I think should be mentioned here as well. Is it was it they've been in high school too long? Yes, yeah. Because yeah. Balk's like something seriously wrong here while he's holding the big bass and Skull's like, yeah, we've been in high school a little too long. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> I, I really like this little like asides of the actors acknowledging all the weird stuff in the show just yeah. behind yeah. the lines. Yeah, between that, the lines that. that that it's a fun episode. It's really stupid. I yeah. I think like I don't miss season one so much. I like that we're doing more uh, ep- uh like um plot heavy stuff. Well, 
Okay, I, I like that they're actually putting some effort into the show occasionally. Right. Um, but that said, like, a, a good old dip back into just what the fuck is this even is is a nice, like, uh, a nice reminder of where we came from, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, that's the episode. Um, let's see. Uh if you have a question or comment for us, you can send it to us at Teens with Tude on Twitter. Teenagers with Attitude is our Facebook group, or Teens with Tude at gmail.com. Um, so I have a question for you all from uh, from Ton. Uh, and he says, I know this isn't in anybody's wheelhouse, probably, but who do you think will win this year's t- uh, Tony for Best Musical? Now, I have looked up. <laughs> list of the best musical nominees for the Tonys for 2018. So let me guess, Hamilton wasn't last year, right? So that can't be it. Right, no. Because uh, I'm fucked if it's not that. Alright, here, great. Here, here's what I got. Uh, we've got uh, there's a Frozen musical. So most of them are adaptations. Okay. There's a Frozen musical, which like, that's kind of a no-brainer. Okay. There's a Spongebob Squarepants, the Broadway musical is, is up up for a uh, nomination, um, which like there's a lot of songs in SpongeBob, and I I think that's that that works. Oh, I mean, I'm well, assuming if they write an original score for these things. I mean, uh, if they don't sing the fucking SpongeBob SquarePants song at the beginning of that show, what are they doing? Also? <laughs> yeah, um, and then I uh, there is a Mean Girls uh, musical. Oh, I heard. I think I heard about that. That yeah, actually sounds. That's about like that a too. great I like oh, it's, thing it's, uh, to turn. That's, is that no? That's not a John Mulaney musical, nope. is it? I, no. no, it's it's. So Tina Fey wrote uh, wrote Mean Girls, and then mm-hmm. apparently she was involved in this adaptation. So like, oh, I would probably cool. go see that. That sounds pretty good. I could, yeah, I could see that movie translating to a musical. Well. And then uh, the band's visit, which I don't know anything about, but I will tell you that on the New York Times.com's review, the first sentence of the first uh, of their review is one of the most ravishing musicals you will ever be seduced by. So there you go. Sounds great. Apparently, I'm, very- I'm pretty sure that's going to win it. Mean Girls is gonna win. Very sexy. Hmm. So I wanna. So uh, okay. So Lexi, you say, uh, you say the band's visit. Uh, I say Mean Girls because it's if if word of a musical's quality reaches my ears, it's probably the one that's the most popular right now, and it's probably the one that's gonna win. Okay, so Greg, I'm gonna what, say Mean Girls. Greg, what do you? Yeah, think? I'd say I'd have to go with Mean Girls too because I okay. did actually. I do recall hearing something about it. I'm gonna say Frozen because because you don't want to let it go. I I can't <laughs> let it go. I have dreams every Sounds night. Sounds like you need to watch Frozen because it's the opposite of the message <laughs> in that movie. Yeah, that's true. I like that. I like Frozen. I feel like I got a lot of shit because it got way overplayed, which is fair, yeah, I yeah. guess. But it's it's a it's a good movie that is also way like outside of our target demographic so it's fine if we <laughs> sure. don't like if we're if like the four of us are not super into that movie it's okay because so, it's not th- really for yeah, us people of our general age and like um i guess demographic who do really like that movie like it for very bad reasons so 
I'm glad none <laughs> of us are into it. <laughs> I like Frozen fine because I, I don't know. I'm I'm that guy who still sees every Disney movie. Maybe that's weird, but I like them. They're good quality okay. movies, yeah. <laughs> animated films. Uh, Moana's better than Frozen. Anyway, um, yeah, I. I actually, I want to say, if you have a question like this that you think we have no fucking idea on, send it to us. That's that's Please. fun and stupid. Like, I yep. appreciate have it. a new, new segment, experts always, on nothing. Yeah, I'm always happy to weigh in on subjects I know nothing about and have no qualification to talk about. So speaking of which, Tim uh, has another a question that I don't think we can speak to at all. Uh, do any of y'all watch The Walking Dead? Nope. No. Okay, me neither. Great. So My son does, I don't. So let me read the question, and then I'll tell you how I'm going to twist this so that we can actually have some kind of conversation about it. Um, Do any of you watch The Walking Dead, and have any of you stuck with it after many fans bailed in Season 7? Super no. I mean, Um, I played uh, the first season and a half of the game. Does that count for anything? (laughs) Nope. Um, On the surface, Walking Dead... On the surface, Walking Dead and Power Rangers could not be more different, but I can think of several major similarities between them. Uh, both are tied to source material that often seems to tie it down more than lift it up. Both have outlived the peak of their popularity. Both involve a team of good guys who always win, regardless of the odds. Both have um, unique hooks, zombies slash giant robot fights that bring fans back in spite of ourselves. Both make fans scream at the TV when the writing goes completely off the rails. That is fair. Both I would kill now- characters wantonly. <laughs> so <laughs> I will now ask, um, because I think it might be kind of fun. Do you guys have any show that you like that you continue to watch way past it being good? Oh, yeah. I have a few. Okay. Uh, give, give me some, Simon. Homeland. Okay. I'm still watching that for some reason. I mean, the last season wasn't that bad, but it's definitely not super good. Um, there was another one that I've been watching that I don't really enjoy anymore. I don't. I can't come back to me later, I guess, because I'm sure there's another example. But I, I didn't bail on right Heroes now. until season four. Oh, God. Ooh, I watched, man. I, I watched all of wow. the original run of Heroes. Yeah, I didn't watch when it came back recently. Oh, that was the other one. Prison Break. They had like a revival season early. Like last year, I think I watched that. It's not good. Fuck, it's bad. Yeah. Yeah. Greg, do you have one? Uh, yeah, I just finished watching one. It was called Beast Machines. <laughs> 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 Although it uh, it they sort of stick the landing, but season two got it got bad. Yeah, that show gets dire. Yeah. Uh, for me, um, uh, Adrian just shouted from the other room. Dexter. I definitely watched Dexter way past when it was not good anymore. I did not finish it though. Um, oh, 24. Fuck, 24. I watched like all of 24 and there's like only three good seasons of that show of the yeah. like nine seasons that are out there. Oh, I know one that I can think of. Um, uh, Gene Roddenberry's Andromeda. I watched Ooh, that yeah. to the end sure. and that one got horrible. Oh, uh, Battlestar Galactica, speaking of sci-fi. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's like, it stops, like you can stop watching as soon as they have that colony and then like they have to leave after a year or whatever it was because like that's that's the end of how good that show is mm-hmm. uh, yeah i i um fringe has like a pretty good like closed arc that is like f- 
the first four seasons, and then they did another season, and it's bad. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I watched so the, the whole thing, thing anyway. The, the thing that got me through season five of Fringe was deciding, okay, you know what? I'm just gonna consider this like an Elseworlds sort of like bonus story. <laughs> Yeah, kind of. And just sure. kind of forget about the the show that came before this and just kind of enjoy this as its own thing. In terms of like currently ongoing stuff that I still watch that's bad, I don't really think I can think of anything. I feel like my TV consumption has really changed in the past few years. Like it takes Same a lot here. to get me to even watch something. So yeah. I'm going to be quick to bail on it on a show if I'm not enjoying it. Yeah. Like Netflix has really changed how I watch TV because yeah. like I just binge seasons um and if I don't like something I just stop um like, uh, I, don't, I guess I, I can s- think of one recently um, okay I kind of fell off Daredevil in the second season. I think I have kind of fallen completely off of the Marvel uh, Netflix yeah, I mean, stuff. That's, Except yeah. for that's, I'm going to watch Luke Cage too because I loved Luke yeah. Cage. But yeah. other than that, I'm kind of. I done. mean, that's all I interest. Like I was going to say, I watched some bad shows because they're part of a franchise I kind of follow semi-blindly you and it's just of, uh, you know i watched iron fist, fist. i watched inhumans yeah. fucking inhumans is I can't not awful you watched inhumans oh god I, it's just so by bad the trailer i was like nope not oh, touching this so one. fucking bad mcu stuff's perfect example of how my viewing has changed because like i watched daredevil season two and thought it was all right um i enjoyed luke cage but Iron Fist came out. By the time Iron Fist came out, I was like, you know, they've been kind of waning. Then everyone was saying it was awful. I'm like, you know what? I'm not even going to bother. Yep. Iron Fist was the first one that was actually... I'd say Iron Fist and Inhumans is the two parts of the MCU that are unqualifiably, like, completely trash. Like, there's no... no Nobody who was like, let me tell you why Iron Fist is actually good. Yeah, like, that's yeah, not yeah. a thing that happened. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, I, know yeah some I, pe- I know some people who would uh, probably say that because uh, of, like, one character they liked. That's fair. I think, mm-hmm. here's what I'll say. I've noticed that if something gets really bad, it will often knock me out of it to the point where I won't even, like, watch, even if it gets good again. But mm-hmm. if something just gets kind of bland, I'll probably keep watching it. Like, yeah. like that's that's kind of where I am at, I guess. Um, right. Oh, yeah. So, uh, so what you're saying is you're done with Marvel movies? Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, we don't need to go on a big thing about uh, Infinity War, but I'm probably not going to watch the like mainline Marvel stuff anymore. Like, yep. like the plot ep- see, uh, movies. But I'll probably still go watch uh, Ant-Man and Wasp and uh, Captain Marvel and stuff. But yeah, I don't think I'm going to watch Avengers 4. Yeah, I'm with Um, you. um, But yeah, I mean, that's where I'm at. If something is like, just makes me go like, fuck this, then I'm never going to pick it back up again, even if people are like it. So here's an example. I watched uh, the first and second episodes of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Mm-hmm. And the second episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is maybe the worst episode of TV I've ever seen. And I was like, <laughs> done. And Agents people- of S.H.I.E.L.D. is like notable for how the first three quarters of season one are almost unwatchable. And then it yeah, gets good. Yeah, I watched that season. It was bad. Yeah. But it it has gotten pretty good. That's the thing. Yep. is like, I believe you. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to watch it. You know, yeah. you, know like- you know what got me on board with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? What's that? Um, I had been ignoring it, despite kind of wanting to check it out for the entire first season, or almost the entire first season, right? I think there was like maybe one or two episodes left. 
Then I had a day where I was incredibly hungover and I just needed something playing <laughs> while I laid in bed and contemplated death. Um, <laughs> and it, I was like, well, I, everything up until now is on Hulu or whatever. So I guess I'll throw that up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And right, yeah, enough. so then I kind of half watched the show up to the point where it gets good and yeah. So get very, very hungover and then watch it and you'll be fine. That 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 was still the best part of that whole show was the only time they tied really heavily into the movies. They mm-hmm. just the Winter Soldier happened and at the same time just all of Shield went to shit and it was Hydra all over. And yeah. the show actually reflected that in a really, really cool way. So that that was the best part of Let it. Let me yeah. ask you guys uh one last last kind of follow up to this and then we'll wrap up. Um have do you, have you ever watched a show that you never really liked for like a uh, long time? Because I have. <laughs> I think I, I probably have, and that I can actually blame on Netflix too. Because yeah. me and me and Adrian have been watching this show called Death in Paradise. It's a BBC like murder mystery show. Okay, it's not bad, but it's like it's fine, and we're on season like three. <laughs> Because you just push the go button and then you like knit or play video games or whatever and you just have a thing. And it's like, oh, you like this? And I'm like, well, not really. And Netflix is like, you do, though. You've watched 30 episodes. (laughs) I've I've had some YouTube like series that I kind of clicked out of idle curiosity. Didn't really like engage with, but for some reason kept watching. And then I got like, I'd be like halfway through this playlist and be like, Wait, why am I even watching this? I'm not. I'm not hardly paying attention. I don't really care. Yeah, yeah. I've th- done that. I think um, like on-demand media really allows you to just binge stuff well, that you don't so, even really care well, that much. So here's about. the here's the thing. That's not new because back in the days when everyone had cable, how many times did you just flip to a shitty movie on Comedy Central just to have something on in the background? Oh, God, I've seen yeah, that's true. I've seen Booty Tang like 150 fucking times because of that. Like, that's a good right. point. Yeah, because yeah, like, you would just watch or what like was on. whatever. Like, I remember growing up, we didn't have cable, but, um, you know, Sunday afternoons, I'd usually turn on whatever movie happened to be on one of the, like, three broadcast <laughs> stations and sure. just yeah. kind of ride that out. Okay, well, fair and it was always Shawshank Redemption. So <laughs> I'm sure this was way more about our media habits than you ever wanted to know, but there you go. Um, oh, one last I'm, one. Um, technically, I did sit through all of season two of Digimon. Um, but <laughs> yeah, the, but I mean, the trick with that watches is are a different it thing. gets better after that. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Like when you said a show that you watched even though you knew it was bad the entire time. There was a show that I started because I thought it would be that, but I actually kind of got into it, was Alias. Like, it's a super dumb, super cheesy old show. Well, I mean old, it's like from the early aughts or whatever, but then, but like they, they get so far up their own ass with the crazy spy shit that it kind of gets compelling. Yeah, there's something about, it's it's garbage, but there, it's it's that perfect mix of garbage where it's kind of yeah. enjoyable. And it's like, and it it takes, like, at at first it's just like, you know, double agent spy shits or whatever, but it takes like, I think half a season or so before they start bringing in, like, there's this, like, renaissance uh, scientist guy who made a bunch of, like, magic machines that made people immortal and shit, and it all 
gets into like some weird sci-fi that like Renaissance a punk Abrams shit. Thing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and at some point you're like you kind of keep want to keep watching because it gets weird and compelling compelling at that point, yeah. Oh shit, I just Fair thought of enough. a show I just thought of an example of a show oh that God, I we... watched that Okay, say um, it. Well, a show that I watched that I never really was into but I still watched all of uh-huh. Uh, it was J.J. Abrams thing. Alcatraz? Does anyone even remember that show? I, I don't. Nope. It was a <laughs> single season. Um, uh, I, th- I had roommates at the time who uh, were really into it, and I kind of watched it with them, and like it was all right. I didn't really care about it, though, is the thing. Fair enough. All right, we have to end this now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, uh, let's see. Uh, so, Greg. Yes, hi. Yes. Greg, thank you for coming on. Not, I said let's see, not Lexi. Jesus. Uh, Greg, <laughs> thanks for coming on. Um, I wanted to congratulate you and the rest of the Warren Beast crew, including our own Emily. Um, and, yeah, our uh, own Emily. She's ours now. Jo- yes, and Jordan and Kendall for, for finishing Beast Wars and Beast Machines. Like, congratulations. Nice work. Thank you. We um, appreciate it. Do you want to uh, – I mean – do you want to say anything or, or just? Um, well, our the the finale is going to be coming up. Um, well, as we record this, this Monday. Uh, so literally, it'll probably be like a week. It'll have been out for like a week and a half when this episode actually goes yeah. up. Um, I do talk a little bit at the end of it. Uh, but again, I just wanted to thank everybody with Audio Entropy uh, for all the support, especially uh, you guys here. Uh, for for all the support, having Emily on, having me on, having Jordan and Kendall on as guests. Absolutely. It, it's been amazing. Uh, and thank you again to all of the listeners. Uh, you guys have met the world to us. And we like to think that, you know, because of the show, we all are have more connections with, with listeners now. And it sort of has translated because I know – with uh with Cassidy who who is a host of uh Let's Steal a Podcast. She was one of our one of our first listeners, which it's kind of cool how that's all sort of transpired yeah. also. Um so yeah, but I again I just want to thank everybody for for all of the support. Um I mean Emily's still got this. Uh Kendall and Jordan have their own thing. I don't really have a thing that I'm moving on to aside from Becoming a grandfather, so yeah, congratulations! Woo. Thank you. That's not a thing he's doing for audio entropy, just to be clear. Uh, d- yeah, you're also you're always welcome to come guest. So yeah, Aww. but yeah, um, but like I like I said, and people will hear in the final episode. Uh, the only thing for sure about me is nothing is for sure. So you <laughs> might you might see or hear me doing something in the future. Who knows? And, depending on how things go. And also, if you haven't listened to. Uh, War and Beast. You should go check that out. It's a fun show, and the whole archives are up on AudioEntropy.com. Yeah. Uh, Lexi, Simon, Hi. do you have anything you'd like to uh, plug? You did, you did. You did say my name this time, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so you want to? I said, do you have anything you want to plug? Jesus. <laughs> oh. Um. Yeah. I. So I've. I've started. I think I mentioned it last week, but um, I've started uploading uh, episodes of We Asked for This again. Um, it's going to be a solid month or so of fucking ancient videos going up from uh, before I came out. So that's a little weird, but um, I'll, we'll get through those soon-ish. 
Uh, so yeah, uh, check that out. It's on youtube.com slash audio entropy. Um, it's a good time. Me and Emily play uh, Deus Ex Human Revolution. Cool. Uh, I guess I'll say I um, have uploaded, I don't know, like three months of you and me playing Persona 5 to the YouTube, and I have not clicked go on them. I think I'm just going to put them all out because I fucked up so bad. So if you, I will tweet you that out. You should probably put them on a published delay because it's going to give everyone archive panic. As sure, as it's I'll, I'll put them yeah. out and I'll, I'll tweet about it. But yeah, if you want to go through that stuff, uh, you're welcome to. Um, we are now recording again. So yeah. Yeah, it, so it's, it's going to take a long time for you to see it, but uh, something kind of happened. <laughs> Yeah, that is accurate. Yes. So, oh, so yeah, boy. It, it's been fun. Um, and we'll keep doing it. And if you want to watch it, you can. So there you go. Uh, and I guess that's going to do it for us. Um, yeah, that's it for us this week. Come back next week. We got another one shot. We actually get a couple more. So uh, that's exciting. The last few one shots before everything goes to hell. Yeah. And, uh, and that'll be good. So, uh, I guess that's it for Teenagers with Attitude. I've been Zach. I've been Lexi. I've been Simone. I've been Greg. And may the power protect you always. God, I'm so hungry. Yeah. 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 Talk about things. Suck it. Yeah. What you hear is what you get. So, suck it. Talk about things! Hi, uh, that's the new jingle. Suck it? Yeah, yeah.